This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, what's cooking, BBB Brigade? How are you? It's a Monday for the Bostonian versus the book. He's Dave Sherpin, the book. I'm Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. Internet issues, good to go. Kids back to school today. Not my kid, but most kids here in Vegas are back to school today, like little Consig, who went to her first day of third grade today. Dave back from San Diego. What is up? Are we rested? Are we ready, Dave? I'm exhausted. I never... Uh, I've been so tired in my life than I was yesterday. We had a night game. We didn't have a night game. We had an afternoon game. Then we had dinner Saturday night. We went to Old Town, San Diego. We got a table of like 50. All the kids, all the parents, everybody showed up, turned into one of those rap sessions. And then I get Mo and Case, guys, risk room guys from Wynn and from Circa are out in San Diego along with some other guys, Murray and Rexy and all these people. Everybody escapes the desert late July, early August before football season because you ain't got no days off. You can't even get – you can't – so plus there was a big pick six at Del Mar. They were all trying to take down. (laughs) So everybody went out, and they're like, hey, where are you at? When you get that text, you're like, I'm in Old Town. Oh, I'm in Little Italy. I'll be there in five minutes. Turned into more talking, more hanging out, late night Saturday. Course, we got the first game at the fields on Sunday. Doubleheader, then on the road. And it's a five hour drive anyway. I had to pull over in Barstow. I tapped the kids. They were both sleeping. I said, I'm taking a nap. I said, they're like, what? I said, I'm tired. It's a rental car. You guys can't drive it. I'm taking a nap. And we pulled off in a parking lot, put the seat back, slept for an hour, and then finished the drive home. To then oh get my. up this morning for the first day of school, you know, and the pictures and the pageantry and all the other stuff. Of course. You know how it is. Hell yeah. But you're a girl, dad. I mean, even when you're a boy, dad, it don't matter. As these yeah. milestones get reached every first day of school, it's like the first day of football season when everybody comes into the book. Everybody's there. There's pictures. There's this. There's that. And then second day, the second week in, in the book, less people. Third day. It's like New Year's resolutions at the gym, too. A bunch of people in January, they're all there. Right. And then they don't even make it to the Super Bowl. Stop. Oh, the secret is dirty little secret of the health care of the health fitness industry. It's get them signed up in January. You'll see, you won't see them again in March, April, or May. <laughs> but the monthly dues are due every month. Chink, comes through. Autumn. Yeah, I, I I'm as banged up today on a Monday morning as I've been in, in a long time. I drank more Friday and Sunday than I've drank in I don't know how long. But you so, got a problem? What are you doing? Two I've days, got a problem. In, two, two nights and three days. What are you doing? Uh, having fun. I, and then tonight I got to go out tonight as well. I'm going. People are in, in town for circuit tonight, so <laughs> it's just gonna be. A four day bender. So, oh. uh, fun stuff. But yes, I can, I, I don't, I didn't travel, but 
getting up this morning, I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting time couple of days. home last night? Uh, 9 p.m.? Oh, you're soft. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but when you start drinking at 11. <laughs> it's, you day drank yesterday? <laughs> I went... Uh, I went to, well, I, I have a truck this week for the podcast, so it was, it's an off-roading truck. So they want me to review it off-roading. So I took it off-roading and so spent four hours in the desert, in the desert, banging that thing around. What's that have so, to do with the drink? I was drinking while I was doing it. <laughs> Views expressed by Matt Peralt are only by Matt Peralt. I'm not on the road. There's no rules. There's no rules. It's, 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 I'm in the middle, literally I'm in the middle of nowhere. There are no laws to worry about. There's, there's no worries. It's all good. I was completely fine. I was, literally was a mile from my house when I got back on main roads. Oh, where do you go back on, back behind Red Rock? Like, yes, yeah, you just pull around all on Red Rock and then just jump, sip. Slip right back over and we're good. It's nothing. It's simple and easy. So did you take Maddie. Uh no. So I did not. Oh, I did okay. not it was it was, a, it was one of those trips. It was one of those trips. <laughs> so it's it was, it was one of those trips. <laughs> different. So different off-roading experience when you <laughs> take the kid than when you don't. Yes, very totally very very much so. A different a, a different experience <laughs> with that. Um, but yes, yeah, so I did that. So I'm I'm kind of like my back's all out of kilter and like you know whatever. It's, it's all yeah. that all that all, all that fun stuff. So how was the first day today? How was the send off? Excitement, nervous. What's the third grade feel? Because Maddie does it Wednesday. Does it on Wednesday? It's a little concerned. Kendall did it today. She's what's the mood? She's not here. She's. Did like, you see Mikey to... Awesome's tweet? Mikey Awesome tried to write her a get out of jail card. Tweet. Mikey Awesome, we appreciate <laughs> you. And again, we're going to do roll call Monday because we had roll call wonky Friday. Oh. Was a little bit off here and there. Because of me. Um, but yeah, she's like, she goes well. Tell tell everybody that I said hello, Aww. you know, PB and 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 Bond V and and she started naming the names of the of the chat. And I said, All right, do you want me to take you to the bus stop today? She's like, No. Everybody's at the bus stop today. I don't don't come today. You know how crowded it is. Everybody's out today. We'll go, you you can come later in the season, you know, because mom. Wants oh, to go. Grandma okay. got to take the picture. All the other stuff, you know. She's the queen. Little Kinsey runs runs the show. So, um, and it's our last go around. I'm a hundred percent sure this is our last go around with a kid. There's, I'm not doing it again. There's no way. Lock it up. Not happening. So we're enjoying each one. She's like it's old hat. But the most thing she was pissed about was she's like. Well, I guess I'll have to watch the show later. Oh. Like, you're damn right you will. <laughs> That's really nice. She goes, but I can't leave the comments. He said, well, um, I don't know what to tell you. She can leave comments on once it goes to be uh, into on YouTube, once it posts as a non-live video, she can post. So you can't post in real time, but when it goes up, she can post underneath it. Yeah, in the comments, she can't participate yeah. in the chat, though. No, right. In the comment section, she can write stuff on the video. She cannot yeah. write, obviously, the chat's She's done. She's not but. happy about not talking to her chat BVB brigade people. I said, let's, 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 get, let's get Mrs. S. Uh, let, let's get to know her for a week or two before we start saying, maybe, can you spend your lunch with your iPad oh so you can God. see your dad's show? Okay, let's let's wait. Let me, let me talk to Mrs. S, oh see which fan of a team she is and see if we can get 
a live oh. shot of Kendall in the lunchroom at third grade watching the show. That's that's truly yeah. if we can get that shot, that is that is beautiful. <laughs> that would be beautiful. So she something wear, happened. She will wear a BVB lid for the for the photo op though. She's like, I'm not wearing a hat today, not with this shirt. Don't blame her. Fair enough. Well, don't blame her. So something happened this weekend, Friday and sa- Sunday, besides my drinking on Friday and Sunday. So Friday, we hit the parlay. Fantastic. Sunday, we hit the same game parlay. First time in the existence of this <laughs> new coordination between just the picks and bet prep. We put together a winning plus 600 parlay on Friday in a winning plus 140 up to plus 165 parlay on Sunday with DeGrom nine or more strikeouts and a win for the Mets. Yeah. That was a plus 165 at certain books down to plus 140 or, you know, and then he goes for 12 K's in that game. So the parlays are, 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 are kind of clicking here as we had George football season. So it's getting, it's getting kind of exciting. Little yeah, this is this is how they, they get you. Back to back same game parlays we've hit though. Yeah, you hit those now. <laughs> and then now, you're in ahead. August. <laughs> and then get wiped out. Shit happens <laughs> and you lose. And then you get back to even. And then you lose a little bit more. Now mm. you're down just a little. Mm. And you keep playing them. It's no, September is always good for me though. September is always a oh, good without a doubt. It's always good. Without a doubt. It's January. <laughs> well, you're going to keep the same game parlay thing limited. Like you're going to just do it on Sundays or you do yeah. it every day. It's just on Sundays. And oh, okay. That's it's, it's Fridays. Fine. Friday's my parlay. Sunday is the same game parlay for bet prep. So Darren, pull, Darren pulls the the stats and the data from bet prep. I do my own on Friday. Yep. So uh, the, uh, just the picks now has been up for um, seven weeks and I've hit the parlay, I think three times. On Friday, that was the third time. Yeah, yeah. Friday parlay. Th- so third, three out of seven weeks, I've hit that thing. So that's a pretty good. When we're doing plus six hundred, that's a ahead. pretty good. Yeah, way ahead. <laughs> I'm yeah. doing. I'm well. Only is one every unit. six weeks. It's yeah. You're up eighteen units. If you but I only bet a quarter system. unit though. I don't bet I full do units. A, I yeah. know. So you easier math. You know. Yeah. Listen, my head hurts when you start doing the math. Stop. <laughs> You'd be up eighteen units if you're doing a unit a piece, and you lost right. four. So you're up fourteen units. Now divide that by a quarter, right? And you're still up, uh, one point four, whatever that is. Yeah, so we're good. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm happy. I love it. So it's been, it's been a, a nice little start to just the picks, and it's been a nice little start to uh, our same game parlay with Bet Prep. We'll continue doing that. We got some more cool things coming for basketball and football season with Bet Prep's technology. So cool stuff heading towards on this. All right. So the coaches poll came out this morning. And for college football in the book, when this comes out, it's obviously it's the first poll. We'll have the AP poll coming. I think tomorrow or later this week, we get the AP poll. Do you guys, it's a square question. I know, but do you see any uptick in college football betting when these little numbers come out next to teams? No. Okay. I know the I book doesn't even care know about the, the, I didn't the even book know doesn't that care. the poll was out. Hmm. Like, we don't even look at these things. Right. You guys don't care, but the public does. Yeah. I mean, I think the media does. The public does that doesn't bet. Anyone that bets doesn't really pay too much attention to it. It's a different crowd, right? Especially this poll. Coach's poll is nonsense. This Complete. is nonsense. 
These guys don't pay attention to shit. They don't care. <laughs> they, they, watching they, their own teams. Yeah, and they let somebody else do it. That they, they let the head, the, the the dirty secret of the coaches poll is the guy who puts this poll out actually is an admin guy. He's not a coach. He's a director of football operations. He's assistant to the secretary, whatever the hell the, the, the job title is. There's no coach is sitting down. Nick Saban's not sitting down going, okay, I'm going to put Ohio state at two. I'm going to put Michigan at five. Like no coach. Is, so calling it the coaches poll is the biggest joke ever, but I lost 50 bucks to my friend, Andrew to Sonny. Cause I he, wait he a, a second. Don't don't you made a bet. On well, the, I bet him that Oklahoma would not be a, I said, Oklahoma would not be a top 10 team. And he said, Oklahoma would be a top 10 team. And we said, Based if 10 on what? Well, I don't think I think OU is going to have a bad year. I don't think OU is going to be very good. So what did you mean you lost or they haven't played a game yet? He said preseason top 10. I said, no, they won't be preseason top 10. They're nine. Does Andrew poll. vote? No, but he, he was making a bet. I, I, I was talking to him on the phone. And he was saying, I think OU is going to be going to be a top 10 team preseason. I said, I don't think it's going to be. Aren't and I said, always. Well, I mean, kind of, yeah, just based on talent, but they lost their head coach. They lost their quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of turnover in Norman this year. So I don't think they're going to be very good. So, but they're ninth. So we'll have to see what the, if, if the AP poll comes out and they're outside of the top 10, we'll then push and we'll, we'll both be right, but we'll see what the AP oh. poll comes up with. So, okay. oh, you should not be a top 10 team. In my opinion. Based on what? Their turnover. New quarterback, new running back, new head coach. We don't know what OU's going to look like. So I don't think you can t- them putting as, as a top ten team. I don't the think that a Big Twelve is going to look like, don't we? Well, I mean, you could make a case that Texas has more talent than OU does. I mean, there, there, there's people. There's a guy who voted. Somebody voted Texas number one on this poll today. <laughs> I'm serious. Somebody gave Texas a number one vote over Alabama, over Ohio State, over Clemson, over Georgia. I mean, like somebody was literally slamming down shots before they put their poll in because they had to been drunk to put Texas as the number one team in the country. Envelopes. <laughs> Envelopes. Somebody's playing there. Somebody's paying a, a, a coach to put Texas number one. First of all, you just said the coaches aren't doing it. Correct. We know well, the a coach, someone with a pen in hand to be able it to was vote probably for this. Texas's tech coach. Watch this. I'm going to put Texas number one and get them. Watch this. I mean, <laughs> seriously, what a joke. The whole thing is a complete joke. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I can't believe you made a bet on it. I hope Andrew wins. I hope he did. I hope Oklahoma's tenth in but, the other. Well, they're nine. If they're ten, we push. Spot on it. If we're, if they if we're ten, they 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 if, if it's ten, he then wins. He doesn't win. No, no, no. It has to be inside the top ten. So it has to be a single digit number. Oh, he, he was got nine. nine already in right. the AP. Or no, the coaches pool, and then so, the AP is ten. That means nine and a half is the number you lose. <laughs> It's a Dave ruled IOU 50 bucks. So that's fine. But we were, we were arguing because he thinks that again, this is my, my Nebraska friend. He thinks Nebraska is going to crush Northwestern, go into the Oklahoma game, beat Wait Oklahoma. Now, hold on. Where does Andrew live? He lives in Nebraska, don't he? No, Florida. Andrew lives in Florida, but he's from Nebraska. Of course he is because he thinks like every other person from Nebraska that is a Nebraska <laughs> fan that they're yes. going to kill Northwest. Yes. He thinks they're going to wreck them in Dublin. First game of the year, three weeks from Saturday, first college football game of the year is going to be Nebraska against Northwestern in Dublin to trounce them. Going to come home, 
this new quarterback that are the quarterback from Texas, the oh. Casey Thompson kid. They're going to throw all over him, put up big numbers. Black shirts are going to shut him out. Northwestern is going to score three points. He's like 27, three final. They're going to kill him. Yeah. Just blow up. And they're going to come home, win their next two, go into the Oklahoma game as three point dogs at home. And they're going to beat Oklahoma and start four and oh, and people will start talking about winning the big 12 and maybe making a playoff run. He thinks they're going 10 and two. That's what he thinks Nebraska is going to be this year is 10 and two. <laughs> Just like, okay, dude. <laughs> All right, listen, you bet him 50 on the results of the pool. Let's bet him 100 on season wins for Nebraska. We'll give him nine. We'll make oh, the number nine. He's not that dumb, but I would I would bet it 100%. Well, no, and we'll the, give him nine plus right. 250. Well, the, but their number is seven. And a, plus 250. But the number is seven and a half. We'll give him nine <laughs> at plus 250. And we're going he's under, right? Welcome. We'll take under. <laughs> They're not winning nine games or 10 games this year. It's not happening. Well, you know this. I know this. The brigade knows this. But Andrew doesn't because he believes it's 10. So tell That's him he heart. can have plus 250 okay. at nine. And, uh, you know, we'll invite him out to be on the show when they do. If they win 10 games, <laughs> Andrew comes on Careful. the show. 100%. Careful. He wants on this show bad. Andrew wants on this show bad. He's, if Nebraska wins 10 games, yep. Andrew, you're on the show. I'll wow. override P Ro- You're on the show. At Sonny Spades on Twitter, if you guys want to go at go at him and 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 and, and make some fun. Have some fun. At Sonny Spades on Twitter is his handle. At Sonny uh, Spades. That's, that's a good one. Oh, Sonny is his nickname. So he's He's as degenerate as degenerate comes when it comes oh, to kids. I like this guy already. <laughs> Andrew is the definition of a degen when it comes to gambling and betting. He will bet on everything. He's the dude that when you're down two holes at the turn, oh, he's boy. doubling every hole the rest of the way. <laughs> Can't stand that guy. Yeah. Can he golf? Hell yeah, he can golf. See, this is bad. This is, this is see. I know it. I, I got, is he scratch? He's like a scratch. Probably. He's the right? single greatest scrambler I've ever seen playing. I've played golf with him. If he's playing bad, the more he drinks, the better he plays. Oh, and he gets oh. out of trouble. Like you feel like you're you got him. Like he'll normally give me two or three strokes aside, and you feel like you got him. And then all of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere and it's just down. dart throwing, and he's hitting ten foot birdie pots. And it's like, where the hell was this on the front nine? Like yeah. it's yeah. he's you that walk guy. back to your cart after eleven. You're like, I'm done. Yep, I'm in trouble. Like you just know, as the guy's drinking and getting better. And he gets up and down or he bangs some 12 footer that he's standing over like for one second. Right. And you're like, uh oh, (laughs) like, oh, no, I doubled up. I doubled up. Now this guy's going to press. The the first time we played golf together was in 2000 and uh, I moved there in 04. So 2005 was the first time we played golf together. So it was almost 20 years ago. But he had a, a crazy night bender. We were all in the first tee waiting for him. He just always passed on the first tee. Always. <laughs> we're always. on the first tee waiting. We're like, when is Sonny going to show up? We're like, what the? sideways. He comes out on top. He, he was wearing last night's clothes. <laughs> he shows up and just puts his tee in the green, puts his tee in the ground. Just absolutely nukes a drive. Right. Yeah. And he's like, let's go play boys. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. That was it. We we still tell stories of that of that first time playing because he was oh. he was so not sober like, the entire time and he was just very inappropriate in a lot of different ways. And I was just like, okay, this is what our friendship's gonna be like. And from that day on, 
you became the best man of my wedding and yes. <laughs> he's yep. been my one of my closest friends so yeah sonny wants on so he'll we gotta he'll, get that guy on a scramble team oh boy he does a thing where he'll dare you that he can hit a golf ball off a beer can farther than you can hit off of a tee See, I don't want that guy on my team, though, because then I can't do nothing. Like, I'm like, no, yeah, but he'll, he'll do, do it. Well, when he's playing, he'll say, I'll, I'm will i going to tee it off a beer can. You tee it off of a tee. My, my drive will go farther than yours, and it works. <laughs> he picks it clean off the top of a beer can. See, this is like we need to go out with some people, and we'll play with them. And I, I, mean, oh. I just – because We should go to Florida and play the course he's at. <laughs> that's where that's we should fine go. Too. That's fine. I'm a, but I'm a professional talker. Right. Um, so I could just get the other team riled up enough that I could say something and Andrew let him do go this do this trick and say, all right, you know, I bet he could do that. What come on, stop. I mean, I don't want to make you look bad, but my guy here is gonna just <laughs> nail a three hundred yard drive off the top of a beer can. You're gonna get pissed. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I'm telling you. <laughs> Man. He smokes it and it's like, oh, Okay. Yeah. It's he's, he's the only person I've played with who consistently every single drive will outdrive me. Normally I'll get who I'm playing with one or two times. I'll get you. It's really difficult to get him <laughs> when it comes to he's, he's a, he can, yeah, he's a very good golfer, stretch negative, whatever you want to call it. He's a very, very good golfer. And he's the best drunk golfer I've ever seen in my life. That's a By huge far. skill. That's a life <laughs> skill. You can't get that in college, boys and girls. You cannot. No, that is a uh, tried and true, tested out uh, philosophy on that. All right. So this was a request and ask the book from Twitter today. Oh. That they would like your take on Jake Paul going into gambling. Jake Who Paul. going into gambling? What is well, this guy doing now? So they're going to use simple bets technology to go into micro betting in all 50 states. Oh God. As they decide to branch out and have a, you know, a book in every legal market that they can get into, they can be legalized with Jake Paul going ahead and doing this. He's claiming he is going to have $50 million with simple bets technology backing him pitch by pitch play-by-play, drive-by-drive betting in all sports. Boy, they sold him. The thing that I can't get over, and this is what the average person just doesn't get, you can't do this right now. The latency on the internet, it's impossible to do pitch-by-pitch betting accurately, or at least do it, period. Mm. It's too fast. That sounds like a great idea, and it would be possible if you were on the same time. You're not on the same time. You can't be on the same time. You can have the fastest shit ever as the book, okay, or as the better. There's still a second or two, even with the books. They turn it off before the pitch. Like it's, it's, you can't bet it right when they see the pitch because someone at the game has seen the pitch. The at the game is still faster than anybody. The books in Europe had to stop people with laptops from going into tennis matches years ago. Years ago. This wow. didn't just happen. Years ago because they were ahead of the books in the in game. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a nice fairy tale that, that that Jake Paul's telling, but Jake Paul got told the fairy tale from Simple Bet. That's great. They sold him, and he's going to have sports books in all fifty states. Well, for now, I mean, because he can't. Obviously, not all fifty states aren't legal, but I mean, this is kind of copying the barstool model, is it not? How's that working out? Right. For the yeah. sports book. For Penn. Like, it's, it's, if you're trying to be a media company with sports book content, that's one thing. If you're actually trying to take bets and be a profitable sports book, that's a whole nother thing. It would be nice if the books that were doing one would tell you that they're doing the other. So you know that they're recreational books. They're what this term in the industry is a soft book. Wise guys, all those people that bet all the rhombuses, all the parallelograms that are too smart for school Mm -hmm. and, you know, will look to beat you every second they can. They're not going to have accounts there. They're not going to bet there. And those books aren't going to take much bets. I mean, you can take a lot of $3 bets, $5 bets, $10 bets. To actually make it, you need to take like $100 bets, $200 bets, $500 bets. Like you need volume. It's a volume game. Jake Paul's got a lot of followers. Guy's unbelievable at what he does. He got in a boxing ring, taught people how to box. He got people to pay to watch him fight washed up fighters and stuff and pretend to bet on it. Not many books offered it. That's fine. Did you see him wrestling? Like that was his brother, right? That was, oh, that was, was it? That was Logan Paul. But yes, I did see Logan Paul. I give him complete credit. The guy looked like he'd been wrestling for 15 years. Yeah, Logan Paul looked pretty good. Aerial tricks. It was crazy. Give him all the credit in the world. Logan, Jake, DM me. My DMs are open. All right. I'll talk yeah. to you about the whole thing, and we'll try to show you the, the light. I can help you if you need it. Um but good luck with that. It ain't going to yeah. work. It's just like calling work. it better B E T R. Oh, which is really funny because there's two things out there in the world right now. One, the radio network that was created by my old company, my old show called pushing the odds was on the better network B E T R network. <laughs> that was my old show. That was a combination of VEASAN and Gal Media came together, put my show in markets like Iowa with our boy Todd, Todd Bravelkamp, who works at the station that I was on. We're going to get to roll call for Friday. We're going to yep. start naming names here in a minute. We'll get that. But Bravo, Bravelkamp, we, we had my show on in two markets, Cedar Rapids and in Iowa City, through the media company that he worked for, through the Better Network. That's where we offered my radio show, B-E-T-R Network. There is the Better Sports Network that is coming out now, which is B-E-T-T-O-R, which Uh is going to be an online company Uh that's going to be a Better Sports Network, but they are calling it something. It's like they're actually double entendre that. It's like better and better. So it depends on which E or O you want to take on that. Which side you want to go on that? Is the better network like I'm better than you? Or is it the better network that I'm going to bet on it? I don't know. So it's it's just two ways of playing that thing that's going on. And now we have a, a book being called B-E-T-R. Dave, we're, we're already running out of things to call shit. We're not even, we're not even legal in 35 states yet. We're already... <sighs> finding out that we run out of creativity for what to call net networks now. 
It's or net wraps. I'm telling you, this is this is the year. 2022 is going to be the year of separation. There's going to be a lot of things that go this way. There's going to be a lot of be things that go this way. There's going to be consolidation after this season. There's going to be a whole mess of shit. I don't know if it's better or worse. And that would be B-E-T-T-E-R <laughs> if we're spelling right. things right now. You've I I don't I just I saw this in the notes and I was like, wait, he's starting a book or he's endorsing a book? Because he's in two different things, right? Right. But he's he got a tattoo of it and he's like, this is what he's doing. Like this is his book. This is like Barstool. It's a white label for simple bets technology. Oh, the white label. That makes it better. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a white label for simple bets technology using Logan Paul, or sorry, using Jake Paul's face as this is my book. Like Dave Portnoy used Barstool, used Penn, said this is our book, the Barstool sports book, but it's Penn Nationals tech. Mm. It's all so very confusing. And then people are going to go try to bet on it. They're not going to be able to bet. And then People are going to search better and they're going to spell it B-E-T-T-O-R and then B-E-T-R is not going to come up because alphabetically the yep. R comes after the O or the T, but yep. the B-E-T-R will beat the B-E-T-T-O-R. Everybody's trying to get the Google ranking, the analytics and all right. this other bullshit. Man, it's unbelievable. 1034 for the law. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true. I mean, th- th- this is where... I mean, there's a lot of things going on that everyone's going to have to take a look at and everyone's going to have to deal with, I think, in the sports betting space of like, back what you said about what type of book are you going to be? Because DraftKings has already come out and stated that they do not want to be a pro book. They want to be a soft book. They want to be a recreational book. And they're the second biggest as of right now from a name brand perspective, the second biggest brand. And so they're already coming out and putting their stake down. Now, what does FanDuel do? Does FanDuel go the different direction or just say, hey, we'll take, you know, whatever we can take on both sides, pro bets and recreational bets. We'll take them both. We're fine. But when these new companies sign on, I mean, are we just going after eyeballs? Are you going after accounts? You're going after people who know what they're doing or people who are just going to bet casually because latency is not going away, like you mentioned. And I mean, betting pitch by pitch, you're a minute two minutes behind. Sometimes the book already knows what happened. They've got Biff's almanac by the time you go to bet. It's not good. I was at the game uh, Thursday in San Diego and I was sitting next to a gentleman who brought his dog and we'll get into that later. Um, But I was watching the app. Mm. I was watching FanDuel and I was looking at DraftKings as when I was in Pittsburgh, I was doing the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I was ahead, but when I would go to bet it, it's probably 50% whether you would go to get a bet. Now, I'm in California, so I can't bet anything. Right. But, and I don't have accounts at those places and I'm, I'm just testing it. Right. You know, but in Pittsburgh, Brad Howell was with me and he was betting pitch by pitch. You can bet the over under on the miles per hour pitch. Now, you kind of have to be fast as the guy is getting the signal, make the bet, because as soon as the windup starts, it's off. Okay. But you could bet it. He didn't know How? the final score of the game at the end. Hold on. This is the difference. You're not watching the game. You're no, betting. No, right. You're micro betting. But what? But, okay, walk me through that for a second from a book perspective. Yep. Is there somebody from DraftKings in the stadium shutting it off? No. How do they know when the windup starts? Oh, it's 
a somebody's watching it and literally on, off, on, off, on, off. I don't think that process is automated. I would love to see if it was. How could they know? It would be impossible. Well, no, if, if the batter steps out and calls timeout. Okay. You know, it, the period of time is extended, right? So I think it has to be humanly done. Yeah, it's got to be done by person. It can't not be. I mean, it's impossible to know when that windup starts to shut that market off. Or they just have it set to run for eight seconds after every pitch. You can program these things. Listen, I had got an, I woke up this morning. I had another bot following me. They made mm-hmm. it look like a human being. They put a picture in there. They called it Brandon's Picks, and they even gave it a birthday. So they're getting better with the bots. <laughs> trying. So the bots are getting better right. on these things. So maybe the technology is better where you set the pitch clock to be eight seconds after it shuts off. It shuts off again. It turns on, shuts off. I don't know. I, I, I'm i dying to get in a risk room for anybody to let me back in and just to see the process. Because, I mean, this is all outsourced shit anyway. There's probably people in London and, you know, Malta and all these places that are doing this. The in-game stuff is all outsourced. And you can pick and choose which market you want. It has to be humanly done, though. The pitch by pitch stuff has to be. It's so wild. And then the latency, I mean, you're just so far behind. If you're streaming a game, you are so far streaming, behind. You have no shot. None. You have no Zero. shot. You are None. so, you are two minutes behind what just happened. You're going pitch by pitch or drive by drive or shot by shot, whatever the hell sport you're going to bet this way. I mean, we're like 20, I don't know, 10 years away from this being actually something you want to actually put money that I can't wait to see what we see during football this year because DirecTV is what going away? Like there's going to be all, there's going to be streaming regular season games next year. This year, Thursday night. Amazon's got it now. Perfect. This year we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get a a, a dry run on and actually- oh it's going to be such it's going to be such the friction for this is going to be so bad I, I and I cannot stress this enough to people on Thursday nights if you're going to be betting on Thursday night football in game you cannot bet unless you're in a, in a commercial break you cannot bet unless you're in a commercial break okay do not bet anything happening on your screen because you are so far behind what actually is going down. So it's genius sports. The answer to your question. Thank you, chat. This is the chat is invaluable and it's roll call Monday. We're going to get to all the names, but Xenophon Janoulis just came in and said, it's genius sports. They run, they run the tech for Penn sports book. And there is someone in the stadium. um, He works for a company that sends people to the games. He works for like, yeah, I was going to say, this guy's got inside knowledge. <laughs> this dude this knows is, what's up. <laughs> right. This is so I, my brother did this for stats Inc. 30 years. That's ago. so funny. My cousin's husband did it for MLB.com for the, yeah. in, he would go ahead and go in, type in what was happening exactly. for, for the ESPN and MLB apps. Yeah. That in game that like where the pitch goes. Yeah. That's someone doing the same thing. They're entering yeah. it in the press they're box. Doing they're entering so now it. they're doing it for the sports books. They already know how to do it. Right. It's simple ball, you know, so there's someone in the stadium doing it. They're making, I mean, back in the day, they used to give them 25 bucks a game. Whose gun do they use for the ML for for the miles per hour pitch? Great question. The in stadium. So you could technically go and start like 
hunting in stadium guns that are overinflated, <laughs> right? That are calibrated mm-hmm. off that like are just are, are, are not calibrated properly. You could do that pretty easily, yes. right? Yes. You could do a lot of things. The, the algorithm doesn't know that closer comes in in the night and throws a fastball every pitch except one. It kept putting 89 and 89.99 the, the, the day we were there. And I was like, I don't think Androles Chapman can throw a ball. It was the eighth inning. I don't think 90. he can throw a ball slower than 90. <laughs> like even his slider's 92. Right. He threw one off-speed curveball, was 12 pitches. Beehow hit 11 a lot out of 12, betting over everyone. Oh, my gosh. And all they did, they, they finally moved the juice from like minus 150 to minus 170. You know. Winning, winning, like, winning. Yeah. And, and roll it over. Laughing. Take like, it, roll it over. <laughs> How many times in a row? Like if I was sitting in a book and I'd be like, wait, who's this guy? <laughs> he keeps betting over. Why don't we move the number? Why is it 89.99? It should be 94.99. Right. It's a shot. Oh, wow, that's so wild. Yeah. Yep. Future of this stuff is is really going to be interesting. Uh, I'm, re- oh. I'm really I'm I'm really curious to see what the future of this stuff's going to be. It's it's something else. All right, chat. Uh, you guys, Brigade, we have a new sponsor to tell you about. And when we bring out new sponsors, we do ask you guys that this is the way we, Dave and I, Matt Farah, the company, this is the way that you guys can show us any thanks you may have for what we do every day here for hour 42 hours every Monday, thir- Monday through Friday. It is time for our new segment called the Omaha Steaks Searing Take of the Day. It's being brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Now, Dave, you and Matt have not received your packages yet. I've been told they're coming very soon. But you grill, obviously, right? Me? Yes, you. I haven't touched a grill in my life. In your life? I've never grilled one thing. Does you guys that grill? Does Jess grill? Oh, she she does it. I don't do nothing. Yeah, you yeah. don't touch the grill. I don't even know how to turn it on. <laughs> I don't even know how to turn it on. Well, I grill all the time. And I will tell you this. I had this a while ago. Summer's back in full swing. Backyard grill is where I live. My smoker and my grill when it comes to where we are for football season. Oh, yeah. Our friends at Omaha Steaks are back. BVB is the keyword. Okay. BVB, when you go to omahasteaks.com, you're going to order the All-American Assortment today. This thing, I've had it. The fillets are phenomenal. The desserts are phenomenal. You've got insane deals plus 12 burgers that come for free when you guys use this. It's the All-American Assortment. Go check it out. Go and look at what they're offering at omahasteaks.com. BVB. So, Omaha, so wait, we, we, we eat for a week? Like this is like a week? Worth it's an all-American package. It's filled with all sorts of amazing things meat. inside we of it. We get meat for meat, a week, basically. Pork, burgers, uh, franks, fillets, unbelievable months, and then 12 steak burgers. The burgers are gigantic. And I love them because you just throw them on the grill frozen. You don't got to defrost them. Just chuck them on the grill. Oh, no, no defrosting, no nonsense. Just chuck it on the grill, let it go. Takes oh, about five minutes longer to cook, but it's way worth it. It's not it's dealing with it. beyond worth it. Mrs. Kinsig is going to love that. Yes. That, that's quicker, um, less 
prep work, like just grill. Uh, this is going to be good. We could feed the whole family for this is meat for a week or more. What's the code? BVB? Uh-huh. BVB. They come in boxes. Oh, so you guys can go ahead and throw them in the freezer and just whenever you're ready, you can pull them out. But that's what I love too, because they're all individually wrapped. They're all labeled clearly as to what they are. Go to omahasteaks.com, keyword BVB, omahasteaks.com, keyword BVB for the All-American Assortment package that's out today, oh, right in time for football season. All right, so Patrick Mahomes is our first searing hot take of the day. Here is the quote that he said when he was talking on a podcast over the weekend about what happened in the second half against the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, saying they were playing the same coverage and we weren't executing. Then momentum gets in the other team's favor, and when you're playing a good football team, bad stuff happens. Now, it's not a horrible statement. But it is if you're a Bengals fan or a Bengals player and you hear this going, wait a minute. We weren't executing, meaning if they were, they would have won the game. I'm not so sure that's the case. I think the Bengals played incredibly well in the second half of that AFC championship game. And I think the Chiefs just thought the game was over. First and foremost, I don't even remember the specifics of the game. 21-3. Remember the remember that they went up 21-3? The Chiefs did. Yep. It was 21 to 3. Yep. And they I got run. That much. 21-3. Everyone thought they were going there. Chiefs scored three points after halftime. They Mahomes threw two interceptions and they lost the game 27-24 in overtime. I remember that. Wow. I mean, don't you talk if you win? Like when you lose, like sounds like the steak is a little well done. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. Like, like seriously, I always used to say when guys would talk when I was playing sports or even, you know, in my men's league and you get somebody chirping like some young kid who's playing for the Stanley Cup. Mm. And he would be like, yeah, he'd say something. And I would just go, scoreboard, you're losing 5-2. Shut up. Like, nobody cares. I tell the kids all the time, listen, we act the same when we win and when we lose. It the, the, someone on the other side of the fence will not know whether we're up 10 nothing or down 10 nothing if we're supposed to play the game the right way. Mm -hmm. But if they start talking and you're up, you just need to say one thing. Scoreboard. Patrick Mahomes. The division's yeah. going to be hard enough. Everybody coming after you anyway. <laughs> I mean, you got a lot going on inside the house where a lot of people are coming at you. And your well, brother and all this other stuff. And Tariq Hill. And <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of questions. You do, you know, you got Juju in that locker room now. TikTok dances and everything else. That ain't going to help either. Mm -mm. I mean, this is searing hot take of the day. I told you I'm not a grill guy, but I know this thing has been left on too long. This is burnt. This is burnt. This, this could stop. Just stop. Just, if I'm in a locker room, if you're in a room with Patrick, what are you saying? Man, you're really just, doing it. Yeah, doing just stop. It. Everything, just stop. I mean, it feels like the Chiefs, because... Andy Reid is pretty hands off and lets them do whatever they want in the media and say whatever they want. It's like, it just feels like this team 
is holding on too tight right now. That they, they're trying to stay where they've Ooh. been. And they know that what the Patriots did is always what chief fans obsess over. Oh, yeah. They think they're going to be, remember the dynasty talk after they won one championship, here comes our dynasty. So what the hell are you talking about? No dynasty. How about win two before you start talking? You win one. But they started talking right after they won one. We're the next dynasty. We're the next Patriots. Here we go. They're so obsessed with what Brady and Belichick did that the second that things start to slide and they start losing and guys start leaving and coaches are getting older and there's off the field controversies and Patrick Mahomes contract, all the things that they've done to try to make this work. If it doesn't, it's, oh my gosh, it's the Royals all over again. (laughs) Because the Royals won one championship and disappeared. It's not the Royals. I'm just saying this is the mentality of this entire market. They know that they are flyover country in irrelevance. So they're trying to stay relevant as much as they can stay relevant. It's what they are. It's what KC is. Okay. Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas. It's what it is. Okay. They try to stay relevant for as long as they can. They have a way. I work there. They have a monster inflated sense of self. Huge. Like they think people actually give a flying flip about their water water fountains that are all over the city. They're like, yeah, we're the city of fountains. Great. Congratulations. You've got one ring in baseball and one, one ring in football. And you all start talking dynasty, both types. It's bizarre. So this, I think, is indicative of Mahomes in the same thing that they lose. They lose Tariq Hill. And now they're saying, well, it wasn't them. It was us. Yeah, it was us. You know, the Bengals didn't do anything. They're playing the same coverage, doing the same thing. Now, it wasn't Burrow. It wasn't Chase. It wasn't our burnt secondary. It wasn't our lack of a pass rush. All it was was just I didn't read the defense the way I'm supposed to. I threw two picks. We scored three points. And I lost at home in overtime to the Bengals. It's not like, you. It's me. Right. Not like, you. It's me. <laughs> if, I, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm looking at him going, really, dude? Oh, all right. Sure. I'll see you later on this year. I'm going to need some new glasses. Oh, this I is mean, unbelievable. Joe Burrow's so cool. I mean, the Bengals won that game. As yes. much as the Chiefs lost it, the Bengals won that game. you got to give people credit where credit is due. You can't down people. It just comes back to bite you. But if it's in fun, like, listen, I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's awesome. When I watch him play football, I take him to be my quarterback every time. Like, the guy yeah. can play. Like, and he got that swag that you got to walk around with in life. I love it. I don't like it. I love it. But you see the schedule. (laughs) You know what's going on. You ain't got Tyreek now. You replace Tyreek with Juju, who brings a lot of other shit to the team, good and bad. Listen, be confident. But sometimes you don't got to say it. Like, this is just say we'll be better. Just say we weren't good in the second half. We've got to be better. We we play all year to have home field. We have to execute better. Right. Yeah, we played the game of the century basically against the Bills the week prior. Had an unbelievable people will talk about that for the next 30 years. One of the greatest games ever played. Postseason, regular season, doesn't matter. And then you had to go play one more game. And you thought you you went up 21-3 and you kicked your heels up. You thought the game was over. <laughs> Bengals kept playing and saying, no, we're not done. Got to play two halves, guys. We we played two halves of football. We played a bad first half. We didn't play well. Second half, let's go. Yeah. I mean, it's 
I don't know. I to, to to me, I'm just not. So is this is this what this segment's going to be? You're going to find a good a good quote every day to share Correct. a hot take of the day. Correct. This is going to be so much fun. There's gonna, plenty I, of the plenty of them. I, the I, especially as we get ready for football season, yes. which you know, by the way, if you haven't heard, it's going to be football season pretty soon. A lot it's of people now we're here for football. It's grilling season, season. football season. It's meat season, smoke season. All Let's of go. Them. Off-roading seasons, beautiful. I'm all back in my fields, man. Let's go. It's the fall here. It's phenomenal. I'm still talking about that. Uh, I said that to Jessica last week. You remember when Pearl brought over that big piece of smoked meat? Brisket. The, the brisket's stuff. coming. We're doing briskets. We're doing I all sorts of fun stuff. delicious. <laughs> like, you should <laughs> learn how to make that. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm, a, I'm just going to mess it up. No. I, I never cooked. I never, I stink at cooking. You have to know your Every limitations. Way. Grilling, cooking, searing, everything. You can't cook anything. Can you cook pasta? Yeah. <laughs> I can make basic stuff, but it tastes like shit. I mean, it's base. It's not, there's no flavor. I eat to survive when I cook. Uh, I, I was in Curacao. I ate out every day. Like I didn't uh, yeah. work 16 hours a day. We had somebody come to the office to cook because I was staring at a screen like this for for hours. Like it was, you know, time to leave. I mean, I had the girls in the office bring me food and all this stuff. And then, I mean, I never took, I mean, I'm the oldest of five. Thank goodness, Brother Dan, he's a really good cook. He's a big mm. grill guy. Brother mm. Doug, same thing. They mm. know how to do it. My sister's, eh. I mean, Sister Dean and Sister Dara, they ain't really good, good cooks either. Like, it's fine. It Talking about me burying Kansas City, you're burying your family. <laughs> so they bury me every chance they get. I'm just telling the truth. Oh my! So it's Thanksgiving. Fine. So so Thanksgiving. Who's cooking? If you guys are having a family Thanksgiving, who's who's one manning the stove? Dan. God bless. Mama can sing. My mother always cooked. There like old school. Yeah. Italian dinner. There was eight. There was eight courses. Well, it's like, mom, we can't eat all this stuff. We <laughs> ate fun. it for a week after, just right. like the Omaha steaks thing. I don't know who's going to get the baton. I don't know who's cooking for Thanksgiving because it'll probably be, be like, Dave, let's order one of them Thanksgiving dinners and bring it in. It's a phenomenal idea. I've done that once. It's awesome. You have? Let them do. Oh yeah, in let Vegas? yeah, let them do it all for you. It's phenomenal because I got a smoked. I went and did to a barbecue joint and got them a whole go whole smoked turkey, all the fixings. It was amazing. It was like two hundred and fifty bucks. It was absolutely worth it. No stress, just bang, bang, bang. Meal, we're good. It was tremendous. I'm a big fan of letting people, other people cook. I'm a big fan. Like, yep, come on, <laughs> you can do it for me. I've been doing it for fifty one years. Like, I mean, oh. it's, it's, it's been, you know, they dropped me Have off. Have you ever gone college. for Chinese food on New Year's? Of course. Okay. So it's the same thing. It's letting somebody else deal with all the stress and anxiety of what you're supposed of to do. Course. So it's beautiful. It's like, oh, that's not really Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is to me. Did I eat turkey? Yeah. Get cranberry sauce? Yeah. Get stuffing? Yeah. <laughs> Did I have to deal with the stress? No. <laughs> I just watched football all day. <laughs> Zach the Hat just put in it. I love these guys in the chat. Zach the Hat just said, Omaha Steaks, where the juice is worth the squeeze. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's a hot take right there. Searing hot take. Damn. Code B. Juicy. Yeah, well, my meat better be juicy, man. That's there's the quote of the day for you. That's uh, that's what I'm that's what I'm into right there. So we got to go with that. Oh, good stuff. Kendall would give you a thumbs up, Zach the Hat. Good job, brother. And that's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So, all right, um, we'll get to some baseball here in just one second. Just real quick, the, the PGA Tour is suing the Live Tour players to keep them out of the FedEx playoffs. The hell is it, going it on starts with this? It starts. This, this is funny to me. This is starts Thursday. Yeah, this is the playoffs. Three tournaments for the FedEx Cup. A lot of money at stake. And the doing? guys who are playing the Live Tour are saying, "Hey, I qualified. I want to go play." PGA Tour saying, ah, no, we're filing a lawsuit to try to keep you from playing. This is a bit much to me. Like, I don't know. I think you're giving the Live Tour a lot of credit. This is not helping the PGA Tour in my mind. This is only helping the Live Tour stay relevant. They look like Jagos. Yeah, they do. I I, I don't like it at all. It's a bad move. It was such a move to do it. And they were so quick to dismiss it. The PGA was, but it was such a move by the live to do it when they did it and Mm -hmm. how they did it. Right. And then the PGA does, you know, they got caught off guard. They're like, nobody's going to go. Wait, they're all, they're going, wait, what are we going to do? Well now, and now this is so it's, there's one that's doing it proactively and there's one doing it. That's reactive. And the reactive, if you're not making the right move, don't do nothing at all. I think this is this feels like there's going to be backlash. There's going to be, and you're fanning the flame. If you keep saying it don't mean nothing and it ain't right. that big a deal, you're not acting like why it. Why are you going <laughs> to court to sue them? What the hell are you doing? The uh, restraining order says, despite knowing full well that they would breach tour, tour regulations and be suspended for doing so, the plaintiffs have joined competing golf league Live Golf which has paid them tens of hundreds of millions of dollars in guaranteed money supplied by the Saudis, Saudi Arabian sovereign wealth fund to procure their breaches. Plaintiffs now run into court seeking a mandatory injunction to force their way into the tours seasoning FedEx cup playoffs an action that would harm all tour members that follow the rules. The antitrust laws do not allow plaintiffs to have their cake and eat it too. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I don't I know that I, line. You yeah. can't have your cake and eat it too. I remember hearing that when I was like five and going, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's, it, it's the most strangest. I, I, there's a whole TikTok. There's a guy did a TikTok on it and I thought it was, it's so true. What does it mean having your cake and eat it too? I like having my cake and I'm going to eat my cake. So what does it mean? I, I have my cake and I can't eat it. Who does that? Doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean it. it's, a, it's a dumb statement. It's a dumb I deal. I swear to God, I love when people say that. I'm like, what are you, I, I always like it. And, and yeah. when they say something like that, I just go, and, and they look at me like, what? Well, what? What does that fucking mean? I just <laughs> want to know what that means. doesn't make a lick of sense. It really doesn't. I don't know. I, I just, I want the PGA Tour to make up their mind on this. Is is the Live Tour dangerous to them or is it not? And if it's Do they not, know? Do they know, p no, I don't know if I they know. They don't know. Because I think they thought, like you mentioned, I think they thought it was going to be nothing. And then they've realized what has happened here. And they've realized the number of players that are going to go play in that the format's not typical. I mean, I had a long talk over the weekend with somebody about, about whether or not Ricky Fowler is going to actually go 
and it's been pretty much widely speculated that they've offered him and thought about, and he's having a tough time making his tour card, but he's like a real traditionalist. Like he likes tournament golf and he thinks the format over there really is wonky and weird and he doesn't like it. And so he doesn't wonky really want it. Sometimes if it pays, ain't bad. That's the point, right? If he loses his tour card, he has a wife and a family and he has to support them. And if they come to him with a bag and says, Hey, you may not like the format, but I'm going to give you, you know, a hundred mil for four years. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going to hit one golf ball to get a hundred mil. Nope. Just, you know, I don't have to win one tournament. Nope. Just go over here and play. Just tee it up and smack and you're good. hundred mil to hundred mil. So it's tough. It's going to be. And there's two ways that that goes. Sometimes you get the bag and you completely fuck off at worse and you, and you never become relevant. Phil Mickelson's 40 or, over Phil is 40 over par so right. far on, on the list. That, tour. You go that way. <laughs> or. You got the money. You can stop thinking, putting all that pressure on you and relax and just practice and play. There's no incentive to practice, though. That's the problem. There's no incentive. There's no incentive at that point. But you know what? Like, if I'm going to take the money, I'm going to tell all the haters by my play, I'm still playing. And I could come play on that tour and be competitive and good. But you won't let me. So I'm going to take the money and I'm going to be good. Like, I, I don't can't know. wait yeah. to be good. I just, I don't know. Golf is an independent contractor type of sport. And if if the Live Tour wasn't going to compete with the major tournaments, like the, the, the majors on the PGA Tour or like the BMW Championship or the FedEx Cup or whatever it might be, I, I, I've come around. I think I've morphed on my opinion. In the beginning, I was like, yeah, this is a bad idea. They shouldn't be allowed to go play. And I've kind of come around to the idea of like, like we have different tours for, for different reasons. And like, right. you can go play in the European tour if you want and play on the PGA tour. I know the live tours money is, but like people make really good points. Like don't get in an Uber then. I mean, the way that Uber became the biggest car ride sharing company in the world, is because the Saudi Arabian government paid them, gave them 5 billion. I think it was to make that company become Uber where it's everywhere. So like, it's difficult to have, I've like never been m- in an Uber. By the way, in your entire life, I've never been in an Uber. A Lyft? One time. One time? One t- I went to start my car and it didn't start. And I had to get to the risk room because I was the only one working. Right. If I didn't go, I was either going to get fired or the book wasn't going to open. I didn't even know how to do it. So I text my wife, which again, I text her for everything. And I said, car won't start. I need you to come home and take me to work. And she's like, I'm at work. Mm. She said, call in. I said, there's no one else. It was during the pandemic. I said, I can't. There's nobody else. I'm the only one for eight hours. I got to go put all the lines in, open the books. Everybody's going to call. She goes, I'll get you a lift. I said, what does that even mean? She's like, just stand in front of the house. Some guy will be by to pick you up. (laughs) And I took one lift. I've never done it. So you're right. Like, I mean, and it's not. I'm not making some political statement. Right, I just right. don't have to take the time to right. do it. I don't have the time to do it. But I'm just saying, like people have, I, I like really tried to like, you know, the, and I and I am, I, I'm, 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 I'm sympathetic to the people who feel that that tournament, that tour, is funded by people who really are against our country and who had fu- funded the 9/11 attackers and all those things are all relevant and real. But the global economy has changed a lot that you really have a hard time saying whose money is doing what. It's changing every day. Yeah. So I have a, it's like, I, it's a really, it's a, it's a decent point when we start saying, well, if you want to take, you know, if you don't want to be a part of the Saudi Arabian money, 
look at the top five companies they've invested in. And it's like the, some of the biggest companies in America, like they have given large sums of investments uh, of, of funding to those companies. So it's difficult yeah. to, to push that term at me now that like live golf is blood money. It's like, okay, but a lot of blood money out there then that you have to be careful of in, in, in you know, where do you draw the line type of thing? I mean, Tiger turned down $900 million. Tiger got the money already. He Correct. don't need the 900. He doesn't need it. But can you imagine though? Major is that? I mean, someone asked this question: What's the what's the largest amount of money you would turn down for principal? I can't answer that because I ain't got money. If I had I money, if I had a billion dollars, I wouldn't take 900 million to play on the fucking right <laughs> tour. Right. But if I had 10 million, and they were giving me. 200 million right to play on a live tour how do you say no to that my son right everybody i mean everyone has a my price son. everyone's got a price hey i can do money i can give money to the 911 fund i can do different things i can do charity i mean someone offering you 900 a billion whatever the number may be to have you go and play in these tournaments that you don't need to win if that's the thing about this money be in it you don't need to number. win you don't need um, to win a B, meaning billion, and you don't take it. You got you got. What's the term? Eleven oh five. Fuck you, money. Right. That's what that is. Yeah. You got money that you can just say that, and that's yeah. fine. But I mean, look at it from, you know, just someone made this point. Oh, I think it was ESPN or something. But was that the largest amount of money ever turned down in sports history? not life, but sports history. An athlete was offered $900 million to play a sport. And the athlete said, no. I mean, who else could have gotten even close, <laughs> close to that? We've Ronaldo? never seen a dollar figure like that ever. Ronaldo. But he didn't Messi. say no, though. He didn't say no. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to think of who even got that yeah. number. Even close to that, right? Got yeah. That number. Like, so that's just an employee. Mayweather amount. got $100 million. Like mm -hmm. for fights and stuff, but mm -hmm. that's a crazy, crazy number. You know, he's like, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Slide that back back across the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Here's no, a check for 900 million. Yeah, um, I'm good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> good. So I think it probably is the most money ever turned down by by an athlete. It's, we got it's, some guys in the chat. We might as well start naming. Go ahead. Course, Roll Chef call Friday Benny. being brought to you by footballcontest.com. We normally do this on Fridays, but Friday, my internet sucks. So we had to do this on Monday. And we have Maddie on. He did a great job. With yes. That. And we're going to replay, by the way, at the end of the, if you're watching right now on YouTube, um, the, the replay of the show, we're going to put it on the YouTube. Maddie's interview that Dave and, and uh, it was Farrah on there with you. It was just Farrah. you. Well, yeah, I both. did the interview. Farrah kind of just made sure everything was staying on. Okay, so so Dave's interview with Matt with Matt Simo from FootballContest.com will be on the back end of this episode today. So you guys missed it on Friday. You'll get it here on Monday. Continue. Yep. But Roll call the Friday. boys, are, the boys are all here, and uh, Kendall would be proud. Bear just popped in uh, off shift. Bear Mollings, Jordan Gorov. Did you see Akbar's picture yesterday Beautiful. on the Twitter? Beautiful. We want to talk about designing a BVB lid. The boy did great work, and he's here. He's always here. Chef Benny, uh, can't wait to see this boy in his uh, BVB hat. He'll be representing PB's down in vacation, down out of the country, mm. and he's 
you know, checking in with us, making sure we're okay. He's here. Of course, all the mats are here. I see Bonvi. I see Rafferty. I see BetSmart US. BetSmart is in and around. He's following us all over the place, too. Of course, Mikey Awesome doing the gifts, doing his thing. Sonic is here. S-O-N-N-I-K. Follow him. He's a he's he's sharp. There's there's I already know. I don't know Sonic personally, but not yet, but I will. This football season, we're going to try to make it a point to meet more of these guys that are following us and helping the show grow. By the way, hit the like button today, boys. We could uh, use the bump on the algorithm. Um, who else is here? Drizzy? Who's Drizzy? I don't know Drizzy, oh, but well. Dean, Dean Izzy, you mean? Oh, Dean Izzy? Yeah, that's Dean Izzy. Oh, Dean Izzy's the guy we got yeah, to keep following. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's our basketball guy. That's, that's our that's, that's our basketball right. basketball, basketball game. DJN better. Pierre Chevalier is here. Biggie J27. My gosh. This thing is scrolling. Did you see that the, the, we had the first love chat uh, bot pop in there? <laughs> okay, yeah, like, it popped out. Oh, yeah. there we go. Popped in, popped out. We Fair got listen, it. we got literally directors of security, Stevie Mac, Capital M, Capital K, and uh Mikey Awesome making sure that when them chat bots pop in, they're out. And of course, Matthew Farah, our producer mm. extraordinaire. That bot don't live. You can come in our chat, bot. We'll kill you. You're out. Yeah, we'll crush you. Uh Tyler. Wanted to say thank you. He said, guys love the conversation on micro betting. Very insightful and I agree with the current day latency. Basically, it's impossible. So that was from Tyler in Canada. He's in Ontario. He's the one that had the ask the book question on Twitter today. Keep uh, them coming, baby. Thank for you for that. So appreciate appreciate that question. Appreciate you watching North of the Border. You guys enjoying. Is it playoff time yet for the CFL? It's coming, right? We're close no. to the playoffs. No. Midway. They're at the midway point of the season. That's it? Wow. Longest season ever. It's 20 weeks. Whew. 20 regular season games. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I need to watch uh, more CFL. I need to bet more CFL. The November. Get me out of, get me out of baseball. Um, November, I think it's Thanksgiving weekend. Oh. It's usually the Grey Cup final. Huh. The week after. Somewhere. It's right, it's right around there. It's done before bowl season. Gabe loves it. Gabe fucking loves it in camp. Oh, he's from I mean, up there. I mean, from, yeah. from everywhere, everywhere in Canada, it's your league. Yeah, of course you love it. There's nine teams, so somebody has a buy every week, right? So there's, there's eight team, you know, four games. You can kind of get in a rhythm. It's three downs. You can get one point on a missed field goal. There's all kind of different. The rules. twenty yard foot, the twenty yard end zone just kills me. What? 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 Why don't you like the twenty yard end zone? That doesn't change the play calling. That gives you room to work. I don't I like think it. It's great. I don't like it. No, it's 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 it's. I don't like it. I, I like ten yard touchdowns. I like it. Make it hard, more difficult to score. Twenty yards too easy. Can you imagine if the NFL had a twenty yard end zone? You know what scoring would look like in the NFL with a twenty yard end zone? I'd never you, bet under again. Yeah, you couldn't go. You couldn't guard you anybody. Could, you couldn't. You couldn't guard anybody in a twenty yard end zone. Tariq Hill first like, and goal. First and goal from the seven, and you right. can run a oh. 15, 18 yard out and still catch it. Not even have to keep your feet and have a guy in motion going towards the line of scrimmage. <laughs> you could have a guy running. Tariq Hill could be at full sprint by the time they snap the ball. And with a 20-yard end zone. Oh, but it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. I'd never bet under again. <laughs> no, you if, couldn't if bet if under. If the NFL had end zones like the CFL, I'd never bet under again. The scores would be in the 50s every week. Easy. 
if not higher. But we you, see totals in the NFL, 79 and a half. 85 and a half. Yeah, just stupid oh, totals. That's right. That's, that's one of your best ideas. Don't yeah. change the end zone. Keep it tight. No. Yeah. No, no, no. All right. Baseball. Padres get swept by the Dodgers right after they make a big move. They're claiming it's no big deal. Of course they are. Is it a big deal? It's love chat bot is back. These people won't leave us alone. Everybody Sorry. loves the show. Even the damn bots. <laughs> um, yes, it's a big deal. Like even the kids over the weekend. They didn't come to the game with me on Thursday and they're not mm. caught up in the Padres. And they're like, they're not going to beat the Dodgers. They're not going to beat the Dodgers. We go play the games Friday, watch a game Friday night at the beach at Pacific Beach or Ocean Beach. It was unbelievable. Mm. Uh, Big Nelly Buckets and Pittsburgh Alex, who watched the show, listened to the show, followed the show, came and met us. Oh, look at you doing a meet and greet in Cali. Coolest thing ever. They come to the games. They saw the tweet. They said, where you at? Woodfield. They come to the games. Big Nelly Buckets in the chat. Little Buckets, his eight-year-old son, come. We all went out to dinner, watched the Dodgers and the Padres. Me and Pittsburgh Alex were on the Padres. The rest of the table was on the Dodgers. Little Buckets is eight. He said, Dodgers and over. I'm telling you. There's your shout out, Buckets. He called it. He told me about it. He sat there as the Dodgers were housing him. It is a big deal. Would you bet the Padres right now, if they were in a series in the playoffs, they 17 of 19 so far. The last 19 times they've played, the Dodgers have won 17. It's Red Sox Yankees. Would you? It's Red, it's Red Sox Yankees 2002. Red Sox started to make very big moves in 02 and 03 changing the dynamic of the team and the Yankees still kicked their teeth out consistently until 2004 took them two years. Padres are about two years from being on the real level of the Dodgers. It's going to be a while. They need that BSD starting pitcher. They need to come out with that big swinging guy. They need Pedro. You know what I'm saying? I BSD. thought you were going there. I was like, is he really going there? It's like, okay, he's going he's there. Right. Right. <laughs> comes out with the ball and says, I'm coming to get all of you out right now. That's what we're doing. They need That's a Scherzer. Right. Yeah. They need a psychopath. They need a flamethrowing yeah. nutcase coming in. I'm going to shut you down. I know what you are going to touch. I mean, Manoa would be great for that team. Putting a guy like that on there, just straight confidence, flamethrowing confidence. I would agree with you. They're, they're starting pitchers. They're good. They're just not great. The lineup is ridiculous. I mm-hmm. saw it in person on Thursday. But we know, I mean, that's what and the Dodgers. they don't even have Tatis in there yet. Right, but the Dodgers knew that, though. That's why every game went over. Dodgers are like, okay, fine, you're going to score a lot. We'll, we'll score more than you. We'll show you that if we have to go offensive, we'll go offensive. And they did. Dodgers suddenly became an over team for the last five days. It's crazy. Until last night, right? Yeah. They were Dodgers and over Dodgers. And then last night, they get, oh, yeah, Mr. Anderson. He's only 13 and one. They shut out the Padres. And of course, you know, I saw the highlights this morning as I was driving back last night, but they mic up Soto. It's an awesome story and Mm. it's fun to see. And somehow, yes, you've brought back the Red Sox and Yankees. No, but that's what this is, though. I mean, I I, I only bring it back because that's what this is. It's a Yankees. Yeah. Well, it's not that, though. It is, but it's. 
geographically close locations in the same division, one team with all the money of the, you know, and on the planet and the other one trying to establish itself and trying to keep pace. And now having the gumption to say, we're going all in, we're going to do every move. We'll, we'll give you one fourth of our minor league system to go get Juan Soto. <laughs> like we'll give you every uh, yes. one of every four good players we have in our minor league system. We're giving you for Juan Soto to come over to be a part of our team. Yes. And the Red Sox did things like that, where they got Manny Ramirez, they got Pedro Martinez, they got Kurt Schilling. Like they've done things to compete with the Yankees who then went and bought a rod and didn't, you know, had all the big money people they brought in just very similar to that type of arms race. This is a West coast race now, but the teams in the cities hate each other as much as Red Sox and, you know, Yankees in Boston and in New York hate each other. So I, I love it. I, I think it's great for the game that we've expanded the map and given a, you know, a West coast rivalry for people who aren't really, you know, if you're in Idaho or Montana or something, you get a chance to watch some baseball and watch two good teams and two good rivals go at it, you know, at seven o'clock on your, on your time in the West coast. So it's fun. I, yeah, it's it, fun. I just, I think it is a big deal. I, I, I think that this is getting your neck stepped on. This, this is, oh, you guys are running victory laps. You got Juan Soto. Great. <laughs> we'll beat you any way we got to beat you. You can't beat us. We're well, too good for you. It, it, and Jordan just said it in the chat. Like Dodgers Giants is the rivalry. That's Yankees Red Sox has been for years. But it's but not, not though. Geographically close. Disagree with people. Geographically I, close. Not even that. Dodgers Giants goes back 80 years. It does. Absolutely. goes back. That's my point. It's not the same. It's a difficult. The Giants were never the Red Sox. The Red Sox were never. The Giants were never where the Red Sox were. The Giants were always one of the franchises. They were always. They won three championships. They've had, you know, whether it be in New York. The Padres don't have a World Series. Yeah. Yep. 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 You know what I mean? Like. The, the Padres, the, the Padres are the little brother. They're the, they're the gnat. Yeah, they're the, get, they're, they're the get away from me type of thing. Like, I don't want to hear about you. Like, go away type thing. Like, the Yankees and the Orioles, like that in the 70s, that was a dynamic rivalry. And the Orioles were really good and there had a go. lot of a lot of success. Yes. I compare Giants-Dodgers to Orioles-Yankees. It's just been dormant for 30 years now because the Orioles have been a joke since, you know, basically 1995. But... It's frustrating. I mean, I I get the point that like that's the real rivalry, but it's not because the the Padres franchise, the Red Sox have were inept. They blew eight, you know, in, in a a huge lead in August with Bucky Dent and a fourteen game lead on August first, and like the Padres have had all these things that they've choked because they couldn't get out of their own way. Red Sox were very similar. The Giants have always been one of the franchises in Major League Baseball, and they've won. Yeah, consistently won. Right. Won. So that I, I've always I've always argued with that. Like that's the real hatred is Dodgers Giants. I get the hatred, and you're right. That's a hatred rivalry, but it's not the same as Red Sox Yankees because the Padres are the little brother who simply can't get over on Big Brother to the North. It's just kind of inverted when it comes to baseball for Red Sox and Yankees. It's Big Brother to the South. Yeah. They could never get over on. That's a good one. That's so. that's uh, a very good argument all right padres uh, makes, giants today speaking sense. of the giants padres yep. giants today yep. what yep. do you like san diego at home um it's crazy. by the way your hat and jersey combo popping up in summerlin everywhere what kids that? the kids are sporting this I, i've seen the 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 the, the, city, oh, the fit. city connect the city connect fit oh is, it's amazing the kids are in, I, I guarantee you at high school this week, 
kids are sporting this thing big time in Vegas. It's everywhere. I'm like, I mean, it was fun to be in San Diego and seeing people walking their dogs first thing in the morning at the fields with Padres hats on. And, yeah. and like the City Connect stuff is it's there's a whole section of it at the stadium store. Smart. Like, it, it's nuts. I Whoever designed it is, is just because it's I, I was walking in downtown Summerlin the other day and I was like, what the hell is going on? Every kid, girls, boys, it doesn't matter. Every teenager was sporting something, look either the jersey, sweatshirt, or hat. Yeah. For City yeah, Connect. It it pops. Um so Snell's been kind of, you know Okay late lately. They've won yeah, been, after the seven games seven games lost in a row. He's actually pitched okay. They've won. I'd argue he's been their most stable starter over the last month. I would agree. They're very competitive in his games. Number don't score for him though. They don't. This is the problem. The total seven and a half today mm. against Wood, against the Giants. It's going to make you sweat. Mm. It's going to be 3-2, 2-1, or 4-2, most likely. It might even be 4-3. Mm. I don't think either team scores more than four. Although now we'll see against lefties. This is going to be a thing to watch for the Padres. If they can score runs against lefties. After the Soto trade, it's at the top of the lineup. It's interesting how they're doing the order. Some days Soto's two, some days he's three. They're trying to figure out where to put him. But if you go lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, like they can literally do that every day. Mm. That can mess with the pitcher. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of times that's tough. I like the Padres today. I wouldn't bet the Giants today. No chance. DeGrom with 12 Ks. He was perfect through six yesterday. Oh. That was our same game parlay. Oh. Nine, nine or more Ks. He had 12. Mm. Win, win for the Mets. The Braves are leaking oil in a big way right now. Oh. And the Mets opened up a nice little seven and a half game lead <laughs> in the East here. So I'm not laughing at you. So I'm not just let's get this straight because this is going to continue the rest of the way. This the kid, the guys in the chat just put in ZZZ for Kendall, ZZZ for Kendall. I look down and I <laughs> no, see no. it and I'm thinking of her at school right now yep. going, I wonder if it's lunchtime. You understand, oh. like, you understand what's going to have to happen today after school. We're going to have to get the exact time, time of lunch. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to the teacher. I'm going to set the whole thing up and she's going to have her laptop watching the show at lunch. I guarantee it's going to happen. I would be stunned if they let it happen. Stunned. In third grade, letting them have an advice to watch something at lunch. I would be stunned. (laughs) Once I could see it maybe happening once consistently. I would be floored. It'd be awesome, but I'll be floored if they allow it. Um, The Grom was unbelievable. Mets can win a world series. Told you. <laughs> this is where I was. I was waiting for Degrom to come back. Holy I am shit. I am inches. I'm really close to betting on the Mets to win the World Series. I mean, everyone's saying, "Oh, of course they are." Degrom looks like that against the Braves. Mm. Are you kidding me? Mm. I mean, you couldn't touch him. <laughs> Second start, he's going to be red hot and rested for the playoffs. Ah, uh, I. I mean. I was I was watching Little MLB this morning and and uh uh DeRosa said it and I love DeRosa on the morning show on MLB. He's just like the Mets are the best team in the National League. 
that's what I saw from those highlights too. Is like, it's the pitchers. It's the mm. pitchers. He said, you can't, you, if you can't hit, it doesn't matter how good your lineup is. We've said this year for years of baseball. The Mets are going to go Scherzer, DeGrom, whoever. Yeah, forget it. Doesn't matter who. <laughs> okay. Oh, today, like they're going Bassett. Oh, okay. Or um, Carrasco. Carrasco, if we need to go deeper into the series, he needs a spot start. Oh, throw him. Tawan Walker's figured it out. Oh, man. I If DeGrom is like this, this is a K prop over every time. I can oh, tell you my that. goodness gracious. This is, yeah, same game parlay. Do what we did yesterday. Same game parlay. You could have laddered it. You could have gone 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11, 11 Ks for DeGrom and gone 11 Ks was all the way up to plus 300 on that. If you wanted to go, if you had him go 12 Ks and a win. Uh, 12 Ks is a lot. Don't start doing that. I'm just saying, you, but yesterday you could have done that. We did. What I did was nine. The, what was the number? Was it eight seven and a half? And a half? I, I think eight and a half was the number. Was it really? Yeah, nine was when because if you took nine or more, it was plus money. If you took eight or more, you were laying juice. Okay, wow. So this is this is awesome. This is now if I'm using a number, if I'm making a number, it's nine and a half next time. Right. I need to find a way to get somebody to bet under because mm-hmm. ain't nobody betting under. Mm-mm. He just k twelve, and like you said, was like the graphics was perfect through six. I'm making a nine and a half. Now he's got to get double digits to beat you. Mm-hmm. So we got to be careful blindly betting it um, or doing it with the same game parlay mm-hmm. because now the value is gone because mm-hmm. of the number. So, but as far as the future price, listen, it's going to be Padres, Dodgers, Mets, Braves, right? Like you just you you dismissed flyover country as whatever. Did you see what St. Louis did over the weekend? They're down to five to one. Yeah, they did. They're Goldschmidt, and that's it. That's their they're, team. They're what? That's it. I I I don't like the Cardinals. I'm not a big. I'm, I'm not, I, I like Wainwright. I mean, I I bet them. I bet Wainwright plus money yesterday. Cardinals first five, uh-huh. plus one ten. Uh huh. Scores like nine to six. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's Sunday baseball. Okay. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It was just, just crazy. But I, I'm not I, I'm not in on the Cardinals. No, I'm not uh, I'm not in on them. I like four the four other teams you mentioned better than the Cardinals. But the Cardinals can beat one of those teams in a playoff series. Sure. Anybody can beat anybody in the playoff series. Get there, it's tournament. See what happens. Just not very I'm just not betting it. I'm not betting on the Cardinals. Mets are five to one this morning, by the way. To win the World Series. They might be after they beat the Reds three days in a row, they might be three and a half to one. Yeah, I, I may need to pull the trigger. I'm kind of annoyed. Five, it was seven to one when I wanted to pull it. Dodgers are 12 to one. Braves are 13 oh, to one. The Dodgers aren't 12 to one anywhere. What are you talking I'm about? sorry. No, no, no. Astros. Uh, Astros. The Padres, I said. To Dodgers? You said Padres. Dodgers. Sorry, Padres. Padres 12 to one. Braves don't listen when I talk. I understand. You got sorry. 17 screens open I do. right now. Padres twelve to one, Braves thirteen to one. Uh, wait, wait, the, wait, wait! You're going too fast. Padres twelve to one. Yep. Well, that's funny because when they made that trade for Soto before they played a game, they were down to six to one. So the <laughs> price doubled after they got swept. swept. Yeah. It's twelve to one. Interesting. These future prices are daily content. Continue, sir. Braves thirteen to one. 
13 to one. And your Cardinals are 35 to one. 35 to one. <laughs> so there are uh, oh. currently one, two, three, four, five, six, nine, 12. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. There are eight teams above the Cardinals right now to win the World Series. One of them being the Philadelphia Phillies, who you did not mention. They're not 40 to one. Oh, <gasps> what? 40 to one. I don't know who's doing these prices. Seattle's 40 to one. White Sox are 45. For Seattle in the American League? Is this, these are pennant or World Series? World Series. Okay. World Seattle. Series futures. Okay. So the realistic teams that we've all just mentioned, it's, it's Dodgers, Mets, um, those one yeah. and two. What are their prices to win a World Series? Dodgers and Mets. Um, three and Do- a half. Dodgers are 30. Dodgers are 30, are, are, are 3.5 to one, three and a half to one. Plus 350. Okay. Um, Mets are plus five to one. Yankees are plus 380. Stick with the National League right now. We're going to talk about the American League in a second. Okay. Dodgers 30 are, are plus 350. Yeah. The Mets, Mets are, are, are five to five one. To one. Yeah. Padres 12 to one. Braves 13 to one. Cardinals 35 to one. Phillies 40. 40. Brewers 35. Phillies uh, 40. Uh, the Brewers have lower odds than the Cardinals. Same 35 to one. Both they're, they're, they're the same. Okay. American League is plus 380 on the Yankees, plus 420 on the Astros. Uh, Blue Jays, 14 to 1. Mariners, 40 to 1. White Sox, 45 to 1. Twins, 50 to 1. Holy crap. <laughs> Fandle, no, Fandle numbers, but yes, that's a Fandle. That's incredible. They're basically dismissing the rest of the American League and saying the ALCS is, is Yankees-Astros. That's it. Done. Which, which it is. We know this to be true. <laughs> this is true. This is not a hype. This is not a crazy thing for the books to be putting this up. We know this is the facts. This is true. Twins can't win. No. Mariners are the only team I'll listen. See Luis Castillo. The only team. The only, Mariners are the only team I'm going to listen to in, in the American. Uh, uh, huh? Everybody uh-huh. else get along. Everybody else goodbye. Toronto. Toronto's goodbye. A, 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 what? Goodbye. Goodbye. No, not buying Toronto. Kikuchi's on the mound today for Toronto. Yeah, I know who I bet. They're up, you bet Baltimore, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you forget Nolan Arenado is on the Cardinals? Like yeah. they just sit there, Goldschmidt and nobody else. Nolan Has Arenado Arenado's been there. like what you what what they thought they were getting? He's one of the best players in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm made just, that sound again. I man. like Gold. I, I, right now, Goldschmidt's a better impact player than Arenado is. Goldschmidt is a beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No debate in that. Is he, is he the MVP still? Um, it's in the conversation, right? I mean, he's, uh, let's see. In the conversation, he's the favorite. Yeah. I don't think he'll win it, but. Uh, player he's awards in the National League National League MVP is Schmidt at minus 140. Riley at six to one. Damn, he is gonna win it. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's a dumb deal. <sighs> Judge is minus 420, by the way. <laughs> Speaking of done deals, <laughs> minus 420. Did you see what happened to Tony? No. Somebody pitcher went to back up home plate. And he's backpedaling, not looking behind him. And Otani is in position to direct the runner to slide left mm-hmm. or right and do what he's doing. And bam, 
I believe it was Gonzalez for the, for the Mariners, ran into Otani and knocked him over and either clipped his ankle or something. And Otani finishes that bat. I don't think I've ever seen Otani even remotely look hurt. He limped off the field. Mm. Might be the end of the uh, anyone the else Angels. winning the American League MVP on August 8th. Yeah, that's why it's minus 420. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'd make it minus $8 right now. Try to get <laughs> any money on anybody else right now. The way Judge is going. Uh, speaking of the Yankees, they are favored at Seattle today. You like the home dog there with Seattle? Get plus uh, money. Oh, the Yankees are in Seattle. Man, I wish I had an unlimited travel budget. I'd go up to Seattle and watch the Yankees play in person against the Mariners. You get even money, Seattle right now, money line. Hell um, yeah, I like the I like the Mariners. It's, it's Gilbert. Gilbert? I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I like Seattle. I, I haven't bet it yet, but I may do first five Seattle. This is crazy because the steam's coming on the, excuse me, on the Yankees. Mm-hmm. They're betting the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So we get Yankees Mariners tonight at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And Good we game. get, we get Giants Padres at seven o'clock. So it's a light day overall in baseball. All the East Coast teams are off and the, you know, the Dodgers are off. So now I get to watch baseball tonight. Will you be tuning into the Pirates in Arizona, down in Arizona at all? You think anybody – we could drive down there. Good seat's still available. <laughs> you you pay $90 to sit behind home plate for the Padres. You pay $90, you're going to sit in the dugout <laughs> for that game tonight. Goddamn, I'll be asking Shelton myself. Who you – is O'Neill Cruz pinching in here? What I, I, I can yeah. ask him myself. In the dugout. You're paying I'll be right inside. For that I game. might be going down tonight. That's not a bad idea. See if we can – Swing that. I'll go stay with uh, Sister Dina and Brother Smoke and go to the Pirate game tomorrow. There you go. Uh, All right. Time for our Circuit Sports schedule of the day. It is going to be Iowa State today. It is being brought to you by the Circuit Sports Survivor Pro Football Contest. $6 million million payout. Survivor, new rules, just as much money on the table. Survivor consists of 20 legs during the Pro Football year. Can't pick the same team twice. Entries are $1,000, max of six entries per player. Entries can be made until September, September, excuse me, 10th at 2 p.m. Players must be physically in Las Vegas to register. You can hire a proxy. Footballcontest.com is our preferred proxy service. Who will be left standing to claim a $1 million first place prize? Could be you this year with Survivor. Full contest rules and details. Log on to circusports.com. Iowa State is the team schedule of the day. Six and a half for the Cyclones. Where's the juice? So it's minus 120 to the over. It's not that crazy. Boy, oh boy. No Brock Purdy, no Brees Hall. <sighs> it's, it's really annoying because I bought into this Iowa State hype the last couple of years. Yeah, there's no hype anymore. This, this is a team that may be bowling, might be bowling this year. Wow. Southeast Missouri State opens up the season. <laughs> At home? At home. <laughs> They didn't get the road, the home, home and away with this team. No. Uh, uh, win. Yes. Because Iowa on the road week two. One of your games of the year. Iowa is minus seven, right? You said? Mm-mm. Or six and a half. College games of the year. Hold on. I, got I think it's six, actually. It's Iowa minus six, I believe, is actually the, the number. Oh. What are all your boys in the Midwest say? Bromel camp? Iowa yeah. big. 
Iowa big. They always say Iowa big. Now, yeah, Iowa doesn't this, win big. They don't. I agree. So take the plus oh. six. But Iowa wins. We take Iowa State plus the points in that game? Well, no. Yeah. That's, we still got a month away from that. All I right. think plus six is a good bet on Iowa State. I say Iowa wins that game. We're one and one. Home for Ohio. Frank Solich. Is, is Frank Solich still the coach of Ohio? Or is he, or is he retire? I think he retired. I think he retired. Um, well, Ohio is sneaky, though. You're right. It's Mac school. Big deal. Big stage for them to play on the road at a Big 12 school. Man, I, man. Iowa better be careful. Iowa State better be careful. Excuse me. They, they better, better be careful. I'm be trying careful. to think of what the line would be for that. I've seen Iowa State step on their own you know what a lot in games like this because they get smacked by iowa right and, and then it and goes down it goes bad yeah. fast because all the hype everything else and all of a sudden you're one in one now you're one in two iowa beats you and you have baylor coming in the next week oh mm-hmm. so this is why the number is six and a half. Oh man so they go to iowa in a huge rivalry game. Yep. Lose letdown that spot. Huge letdown spot against a team who's looking to win the Mac. And a team that has Ohio. a ton of hype. They're fired up for the game. Jack Troy Stadium is not. It's a loud place. And when I say this, people get mad, but it's true. It's not that hard to play there. Okay. It's a rocking atmosphere. Iowa State fans are all drunk and loud, but it's not 105,000 people. Okay. It's like 60. Loud, but it's smart. Says he made him 24 and a half over Ohio. 24 and a half point favorites. I don't know, bet smart at all, but me and bet smart got to trade. It's his model. We got to find out. I got to find out. That seems a little bit high to me, but I mean, I don't know. Baby, uh, I'll say Iowa State wins, but it's really close. Two and one. Okay, I agree. Baylor coming to town. What's the date of that game? That kind of, the twenty fourth of September. Twenty fourth. <sighs> Pick them! Wow. Pick them! I like Baylor. I like Baylor too. First thought. Okay, so then it's, it's a two and two start on the road at Kansas. Everybody beats Kansas. Kansas sucks. Three and two. Home for Kansas State. Ooh. Yep. The pause game. What's what's the what's the date of that? O- October 8th? Yep. Pick them. Yep. <laughs> See? This is what I mean. This is brutal. Yeah. Um, so what do we got? Two and two? Uh three and two. Three and two. Home to Kansas State. Uh seen it a ton of times where they lose this game. I'll say win. I think they go one and one. They either beat Ohio or lose to K State or beat K State and lose to Ohio. So I'm out. Ohio. They got to beat Ohio. Okay. So uh, four. There's four at right. Texas. Do I have four? I have four. You, yes. At Texas. They ain't winning that game. Nope. Home for Oklahoma. They ain't winning that game. Revenge game for OU's lost there a couple of years ago. Lo- yeah, no way. They ain't winning they that curb game. stomp them. How bad is West Virginia going to be this year? I don't know, total same six and a half, ain't it? Uh-huh. Wonder what, what's the date of that game? 
uh, what the fifth of November. November fifth. See if that made the games of the year list. <laughs> I really don't think Ohio State, Iowa State versus West Virginia is the game of the year. No, <laughs> I think a hundred percent it should be, and I'm a little bit pissed off that it's not on Chrissy's list. Are you serious? <laughs> it's a good game. It's not a good game. That is not a good game. Cyclones versus the Mountaineers is a good game. Where's no, the game? Not. At Ames. Not Damn. a good game. West Virginia just never wins on the road in this conference. Mm-hmm. So what do I, like, I have? I have five. I, I think I think Iowa State wins. So all right. You have I, five, I have four. At right. Oklahoma State. I didn't say if they won or lost. Did I say Iowa State wins? Iowa State they're, wins. I Iowa State's gonna be six. No. They're gonna beat West Virginia. You have six, one. Give me the give, give me the games again. Southeast Missouri State win. Iowa. Lose. Ohio. Win. Baylor. Lose. At Kansas. At Kansas. Win. K State at home. I said win or you lose. You said win. I said loss. Win. At Texas. Lose. At uh, home for Oklahoma. Lose. Home for West Virginia. I'll say win. Five. Me too. Five. I have four. Five. I, I, at Oklahoma State. No way. No way. Lost. Home for Texas Tech. Oh. Oh. I'll say win. I'll say win as well. I'm at five. At TCU. Uh-uh. I have five wins. That's it. I'm five, going six. five. I have five and seven. You're going six and six. Both six of us on the juice to the under to the over. Minus one twenty to the over. These people been buying this bullshit for Iowa State for years. They got me. Campbell's a good coach. I'm not going to debate that, but I just the, this is a rebuild year for Iowa State. Man, Campbell's got his contract. He's got his deal. He's not going anywhere. Oh my. Oh my! What's the, what's the peak? I mean, like that's a hard schedule. I don't it think is. they can win. I, what's the most they can win? Seven, eight games. Yeah, I would agree with that. They could go. Uh, this could go bad though. Hundred percent. Five, <laughs> yep. four could be up yep. in the mix. I, they could go bad. I'll definitely give you that. It could definitely this, go bad. Or it could get like good. One of the best ones we've done yet under. Yeah, it, it, we'll, we'll see where they go. But yes, I, I would agree. Uh, before we let go of the folks at Sports Grid, let me give you your footballcontest.com update on the Circa Million and Circa Survivor pools here. There are currently 865 entries into the Circa Million Four. That currently has a $5.1 million overlay. And the Survivor has 1,182 entries. That $6 million prize pool guaranteed has a $4.8 million overlay. If you're coming to town, footballcontest.com, contact Maddie and his great team. They can take care of you for all your proxy service needs, whether it be for the Westgate Super Contest, whether it be for one of the college football pick contests that are out there. If you need a proxy, footballcontest.com can take care of all of your needs. The preferred proxy for us here for the Bostonian versus the book. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We're back tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show at 11 p.m. Pacific time. You guys on Twitter and YouTube, stick around. Live show continues more next year with BVB. Okay. Props.com story of the day. We're going back to our Nerfy world. 
And this is a uh, record now of 28 and 18 for Spencer Limbach picking these nerfies every single day. So Spence. he's been rolling. Spence, rolling. I ain't seen Spence in the chat in a while. Spence got to he, jump in. He's got a lot of work going on. He's, he's up to his eyeballs trying to get football ready. Got a lot of things coming God. on props.com for football season. All working. All get working in the chat lot. and say hello, Spence. <laughs> Making him do it. show on 1.5. Uh, that's one way of doing it. Absolutely. 1.5 speed. So I do all my audio books. <laughs> all of it. I, I listen to the show on a drive. The kids fell asleep. They're like, you're not listening to the show while we're driving. <laughs> okay. I love that. We have to hear <laughs> you talk all the time. Yeah. We're not listening Shut to the up. show while we're driving. <laughs> So, you know, I'm sitting there rooting for them to fall asleep, right? Oh, right. Then you're like, boom. <laughs> so I went back and listened to one of the, sh the show we did before we went on vacation. Mm -hmm. That's what show. came up in the feed. So I was like, right. all right, boom. One, the audio quality is unbelievable. Fair, mm. You're doing an unbelievable job. Like listening to the show was great. But two, I was laughing my ass off. Like the stuff we're saying. <laughs> and I'm talking, we're talking about Spence and everybody else. I hope you guys really enjoy it as much as we like doing it because <laughs> I got to listen fun. nonstop, uninterrupted for an hour and 40 minutes. I think we did that show. Hilarious. Good. There's story. a lot of, it's, it's funny because I, I read on Friday. I did that when I, when I hopped on on Friday, um, I read the DM People that I got. giving you shit about your internet. Oh, it's great. Like, it's phenomenal. Oh, it's hilarious. I, I was, um, I re I read it on Sunday night. I read it or to, to Sunday's podcast, Saturday night in a Sunday's I read it. Um, and it was really wild to see the number of responses we got on the YouTube channel. People just commenting on BVB commenting on like what they, they heard about the show and someone told them about the show and like the word of it. I always love when someone finds the show word of mouth. It's always really cool it's when best. it's not like in their feed or someone's like, Hey man, I got a show you got to listen to like, go, go watch this show or go listen to this podcast. You, you have to do it. And it's, that's the coolest thing. And you know, it's funny. I, I was talking to someone yesterday and they were like, you guys talk for two hours without a commercial break five days a week. every day." <laughs> and I said, yeah. And they're like, I don't understand how that's possible. <laughs> it's just, it's I was like, I don't know. It's like no breaks, no bathroom breaks, no like breathers, no like, Hey, let's reset this. Let's, I was like, no, you're like, oh. I, I don't in, in media. Like, I don't understand how you guys are doing this. It's yeah. just, nobody <laughs> does. Just listen, <laughs> just hit the like button, please. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if you find a story or a stat or a play, Say you got it on the BVB oh, and say thank you. That's thank all. You, but yes, please. we'll do it every day. You piss before the show starts. Right. And if it gets late, you got to squeeze it. You squeeze it, it and wrap it up. <laughs> Best thing about today, you keep it tight and go. Oh, my dad used to say driving long distances, tie it and not and shut up. <laughs> That's what he would say. You got to do right. it with the girls. Oy, oh, oy, oy. No, thanks. I've learned a lot. Yes. The last no. couple road trips, I'm like, and big can say Kylie's 19. She figured it out. Middle can say Kelsey's. I'm like, Kels, seriously. Have you seen the contraptions that they've got for women who can go to the bathroom while you're driving? Have you seen these things? No. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's the no. craziest looking. But yes, they have, I, they have in ways a car? of. Um, in a car. <laughs> in a car driving without stopping. It's quite remarkable. Listen, <laughs> if you mention this in the presence of my house yes, and anyone in this house, even. <laughs> 
hears about this thing. Yeah. I'm blaming you. Okay. I'm slashing the tires of your car, whichever one it is you have that week. So you can't leave anywhere. Oh, it's so I good. Talk about this. I'm glad Kendall's not in here. This is the first time I'm glad she's not watching the show because right now she would be Googling it. Why? Going, Wait, there's something I can get to pee in the car. You don't want them to do that. You wouldn't let them do that. Listen, I'm pretty flexible about a lot of things. You wouldn't. Oh, that's a, I would hundred percent. My daughter will be doing this on road trips. hundred percent. What? Oh, hundred percent. No debating this. There's no debating it. Absolutely. If I'm driving like 10 hours, I'm not stopping 10 times. No way. Not doing it. You could stop twice. You know, women they don't stop twice. Oh, if you're driving, you only stop twice. Oh, you gotta go. Then, you gotta go. And then you hear the crying, yelling, screaming. Wait, but I, uh, e-. nope. Oh no. my God. Not a fan. Anyways, back to the Nerfy. Get back to the Nerfy. Blue Jays, Orioles, minus 105 to the no for a run. Kikuchi versus Lyles. Kikuchi is not allowed a first inning run in 12 of 18 starts. Lyles, 16 of 22 starts. I don't like this. We're betting the no in this game? Yeah, I don't like this at all. What's <laughs> this the is price? Like minus 105 to the no. To the over, to, or to the no. To okay. no. Um... I think this is a Yurfi play. If I was looking at this, Kikuchi's disastrous. Oros are at home. Hadn't been good. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I would rather not bet the Nerfy of this game and bet the, the Nerfy of like Yankees Mariners. Right. That would be yeah. what I think I'm I'm just scanning the board today. Maybe bet Pirates. Yeah, it's crazy because the the, like, the, this is the Orioles. One. I would bet yes. I think yeah. if I bet this. One. The Orioles are second to last, or the or sorry, to our 29th in major in the major leagues right now for Yurfi runs in the first inning. But Toronto is number two for Yurfi's. Yeah, or, or 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 having a run scored in the first. Yeah, inning, whether having they give it up or, right. or score, they're number two. I I'm very concerned. And about Baltimore's 29th. Yeah. Oh, but, so you just you make the price pick them and you put the juice almost pick them and let people bet it. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. That's so when in that situation, I mean, let's talk to bet through. That's what we do every day. Do you give an edge to the team that does it more, or do you, do you give an edge to the team that doesn't do it more? It's August. I'm going offense right now. I'm giving the edge to oh, the team see, that I, scores. I'm, I'm the defense. Yeah, I give the edge to the offense. I I I would have your fee be. The doll would be laying juice, be the favorite. Mm. Mm. On this, right. I, I would give I would give plus one hundred five to the no. <laughs> I just looked out at the chat. <laughs> Chef Betty said, "Merry Christmas, little Bostonian." Here's something so you can pee in the car. <laughs> yep, amen to that. Hundred percent. Yep, hundred percent. Here you go. What is what is this? It's what a is this, it's a female Daddy? travel urinal is what they're, what they're called. <laughs> it's phenomenal. I'm dead serious. They exist. It's a great thing. It's, a, it's an absolutely amazing thing. It's oh, great! I love you guys. I swear. Oh, that's the uh, best thing about today. You hit the you Jeff. Fuck it. That's the best thing about today. Oh, that's a, that thing. Mikey Awesome's getting mileage out of that thing, man. In the, in the Discord channel, he's playing that like crazy. It's awesome. Uh, all right, BetPrep.com prop bet of the day: Alex Wood over four and a half Ks at plus one oh five on this and i mean hot is what our dude darren has been wow. with these 
It's been wacko over two weeks. He's been crushing these. I think it's eight of nine he's hit right now on the prop. On the K of the day. props? No, on the K props, prop better of the day. Oh man, he's, he's some. killing it. We had Patrick Corbin. He his last bet was Patrick Corbin. He didn't get out of the first inning. Under four and a half Ks, recorded two outs. Hell of, a, like, hell of a hit. Listen, I promise you all, I'm I'm gonna do. I had so much going on. This week is my week to get in that Discord uh, and get in there and participate. Good. But please alert the people every time Corbin pitches. Hundred percent. I mean, run we got to hammer time. all these different things. I saw he was starting. He's the new Dallas Keuchel. I was like, he's he's the new Dallas Keuchel. Patrick Corbin is correct. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> and please don't let him get married. Please, whatever he's doing, we got to keep him yeah. up at least for six more to eight more starts yeah. for the rest he's of the season. Horrendous. Because it just, it's obvious what's going on. They ain't mm-hmm. taking him out. They want him to lose. Yes. The guy says, Corbin's starting. But, but <laughs> yes, Corbin's starting. Get him out. Leave him out there. So Alex, Alex Wood over. over. Yep. Four and a half Ks. <sighs> This is his average, isn't it? Yep. Padres versus Giants. It's a tough one. Ah, oh, Padres off the sweep. Like somebody's got to pay. Like this so, best lines this. over one is over four and a half. Four of the last five games overall, averaging six Ks. He's gone six, three, six, seven, eight over the last five. Seven of eight, eighty-seven point five percent of the time when his team's a dog, averaging five point six. Eight of the last 11, gone five or more games on the road. Cobb faced the Padres three times so far this year. He's gone over the four and a half K number twice, eight, six, and four. Over the last 150 plate appearances, the Padres have a K rate of 24.7 against lefties. Wood is averaging 5.09 innings pitch per start. So if you go six, may get five Ks. It's a good bet. You like it? That's Plus money? I, I, yeah, I mean... Listen, when the guy's riding, running that hot, he's coming up with plus 105s on a game that, you know, I really wouldn't even consider. It's a low total. It's probably going to get a good quality start. Got to be. I, I would lean this way with these, uh, no question. Mm. Okay, time for Better to Book It, being brought to you by Cedar Sportsbook. JTP15 is the promo code for a risk-free, up to a risk-free $1,500 first Bet Orioles money line plus 135. My guy Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports used to come on my radio show and say, wrong team's favored. Oh, this is favored. ridiculous. Orioles should not be dogs at home today against no. the Blue Jays, Dave. How many times have the Blue Jays beat the Orioles? Um, right now, the record for the season between these two teams is 2 2. That's it. Yep, they have a lot of games against each other coming up. So you look at the historical record, and the, the Blue Jays own the Orioles just like the Yankees own the Orioles. But then you look this year, and it's only 2-2, and there's not a better team in baseball uh, in the last month and a half than the Baltimore Orioles. Better team in baseball. Kikuchi's ERA on the road is 574 Opposing batting average on the road is 280 versus 205 at home. Yep. He's 0 and 3 on the road this year. Yep. And our guy SoCal DJ pulled this stat that kind of cinched it for me 
as to what happened, what's going to happen in this game. The Orioles, uh, sorry, the Blue Jays are 0-7 when Kikuchi is the starting pitcher coming off of a loss against a team with a winning percentage of less than 53%. Oh, my gosh. Which is what the Orioles are. 0-7 in this spot they are. So Orioles are nothing for me. Plus no 135 in, I have no interest in playing the Blue Jays. I would only bet this. Yeah. And home the on the other side, Lyles has been sneaky. He actually has been good for the Orioles over the last couple of weeks. He's eight and eight with a 4.4 ERA. So you might be like, oh, that's not that great, right? But if you kind of dig a little deeper in this guy, he's won three straight starts. He's won five of six, eight, two, three, nothing, six, three, four, two, giving up one, zero, three, six against the, the Rays was bad, but two, and you look at his splits, Jordan Lyles at home, 2.68 ERA on the road, 5.7, much better pitcher at home. Man, I have no idea Baltimore why team total over like it, but I just Toronto, think the win Toronto's 21 and nine in the last 30 in this series. Great. Uh, thanks to bets for That's great. I don't need it. They got Kikuchi starting. He's horrific. Yeah, this might be this might be one of those. This is a bad line. This is a mistake line. No, I don't know if it's a bad line or mistake. Orioles. Line. It, what's it now? Plus one ten. Steams on the Orioles. It's. Uh, I mean, Circus minus one thirty six. Still, it went up. I got thirty five last night. Blue Jay money came in. So minus 136 means plus 125 on the on the other side. So it's come down from opener was minus 145 at some places. It's oh, you mean the, sorry, I misheard you. The Blue Jays are minus 136. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. So I thought, they, they, were, they, they were minus 145. Yeah. You took plus 135. Good work. Um yeah, I would lean Baltimore. I, okay. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't look to bet the Blue Jays today. Zach the Hat just would with another great line. He just said, thank goodness. They just reminded me. I almost forgot. I need to sign up for love chat. <laughs> <laughs> because it bought back, back in the, bots, the bots back again. Damn. I think it's aggressive three times today. My gosh. Uh, and finally over eight and a half runs for the red, the reds and the Mets, the Mets continue to be the number one team in baseball to the over reds are a top five team here to the over. Hmm. How do you feel over, about over? over eight and a half minus minus one fifteen Cause it's nine. Over minus 115. Ooh. So a little light on the overnight. Moved it right to nine. Uh, yeah, I would only bet this over too. I would definitely not book this. So two uh, two good plays right there. Right. I hit all three bets yesterday. So I wound up up 2.45 units yesterday. And Saturday was good. Friday wasn't that good, but I ended up up three units for the, for the weekend. So we had a good weekend. So we're rolling here into a Monday. Favorite thing about today is what? The show is back, baby. Yeah. Just talked to this crazy. Um, you know, had a couple fun days doing it from the hotel room and, you know, bringing the equipment, learning how to hook everything up, make sure it works. And then, you know, your Wi Fi don't work. We've got to change it up. We got Farah doing tests. We're doing all kinds Nothing of stuff. Nothing worked. Wi Fi didn't work. Nothing worked. <laughs> Nothing worked. You were out of commission. But Nothing worked. Um, we figured it out. And it was a great lesson. And like we had one of those crazy weekends where the kids played perfect, perfect softball Friday Ooh. and Saturday, three and right. O house teams, like electric, you know, uh, energy. 
and it's a showcase. So there's college coaches walking around and like, nice. people are like, what's going on over there? Who's that team from Nevada? Um, cause the uniforms say Nevada impact. That's the, that's the name of the team impact because you make an impact in their life, not just on the field. Oh yeah. Then Sunday morning we get up, got an eight o'clock game after a long night, like staying up. I don't know. I think I slept four hours, five hours, whatever it was, because <laughs> you got to be at the field at six 30 for eight o'clock game to start the pregame, make sure everybody's there. So up at five 30, get dressed. You know, so when you go to bed at 11, it's five, five and a half hours of sleep. And we get our asses handed to us the first game. Nine, one, just smoked. This team was on. Our pitcher was a little off. Smoked. So we got to go play the last game. What do the kids do? Reacted exactly how you hope they do as their coach. Good. Win, smoked them. And this guy, Trey. Was umping behind home plate. Trey and I hit it off because I'm sitting right next to him calling the pitches. Kelsey's catching. And Trey is now listening to the show, following the show. What's up, man? Immediately, oh, he's, like, nice. he's like, yeah, man. He goes, I bet. He goes, I've been betting baseball. Baseball's been kicking my ass. I said, Trey, baseball's been kicking everybody's ass. <laughs> I said, the party. It's fine. He goes, but I'm getting ready for football. I said, you're going to love this show. It's oh, yeah. called Bostonian versus the book. Hit the follow button. Follow me at Sports BK and Sig. Follow Matt at Sports Talk. Matt, you're going to like it. I promise you. So the best thing about today is spreading not just the love, like with Big Nelly Buckets and the boys on Friday night eating dinner, but Sunday at the fields. Today's Monday. We're still going strong. Mm. Uh, my favorite thing about today, real quick before we get to it, though, uh, Kevin Durant has just left his meeting with the Brooklyn Nets. He reiterated in person that he does not have faith in the Nets' direction and he wants to be traded. <laughs> so, his own words, he just, he just walked into the Nets' organization and said, fuck all you, I want out. <laughs> like, and now they got to figure out what to do with that because now the whole world knows that's a bad deal, man. Wow. Good luck. Good luck getting a trade on the dollar for Kevin Durant now that the league knows that he's walked in. And this is not like his agent saying this is Kevin Durant's own words, looks at the Nets and says, I want out. So, oh boy, where does he wind up now? Says, says in a chat, Jordan said he walked in and said, I want the coach and the GM gone or me gone. It can't, it coexist. Wow. I choose Kevin Durant. Thanks, Steve I, Dash. Bye, son. I choose, I choose. If I'm picking, I'm picking Kevin Durant. If you want the GM and the coach gone, done. Got three years left on the contract. So if that's what actually, I haven't seen that. I'm just reading Shams' tweet that says, you know, yeah, um, that's on one. He'll stay in the Nets on one condition. Yep, he wants those two fired. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious, Kevin Durant. My gosh. Where does he yeah. go? He told he, go? he told Nets Governor Joe Tsai he has to choose either Durant or Sean Marks and Steve Nash, one of the two. Boy, that's nuts! That is such a power play for a player to do that in person. Oh man! All right, so more of that tomorrow with the Kevin Durant situation about what that will do for the numbers. Um, my favorite thing about today, and I normally don't do this, but I, I have to. It, it struck me today watching the internet because if you guys in the morning know I go kind of like on a tweet storm every day. 
And I came across Big Cat from Barstool's interview with Aaron Rodgers. And I know it's a gag and it's a bit and whatever, but it is remarkable to watch an interview where a media member, quasi, sits across from a player who they despise on another team and starts reading the failures of that said player to his face <laughs> and about his losses in the Super Bowl, about how he lives vicariously through the teams that beat Aaron Rodgers. And because he gets beaten so often, he feels so good about what the other teams have done that he feels like, even though he's a Bears fan and the Bears are inept, that he has had success watching Aaron Rodgers lose. And Aaron just sits there and takes it and just laughs about it. And I'm just like, 20 years ago, this would never happen. Five. There would never be. I mean, maybe five years ago, it's remarkable how the media has changed in credit to Aaron Rodgers being in on the gag and whatever it might be, but anyone sitting down to allow like, no, what organization would allow a media member to sit there with their number one prize, you know, top three packer of all time, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, and you're reading his failures to his face and how happy you are that he has lost the games he has lost. It's we're in a really unique time. Yeah. It's just, it struck me as like, you know, there's a lot of messed up things in media, but Aaron Rodgers is one of the real cool things about media, whether it be the McAfee interviews or those interviews. It's just fun. I like it I, a lot. I absolutely love it. I, I mean, just be real. And yeah. that's like, you know, again, whether it's gag or not, obviously, but it's not the end of the world. Like you take it so serious. I remember just... You remember walking into press conferences. You were afraid to ask the wrong Breathe. question. Holy shit. I remember. I, attention I, I, was so much. And every media member, every old school scribe oh. held to it like they were, I don't know, like guarding the, the, the gates of heaven. Oh. Like they had the staff and they were like, you shall not pass. Like Gandalf and shit. It was, yeah. Oh. I mean, I remember being looked down upon like crazy in college too. I remember going to press conferences when I was in college and the guys were like, why is the kid here? Oh. And like you just saw it beaming in the back of your head. Like oh. they wanted no part of you being anywhere near their sacred temple of sports media. Yeah. I remember very well. It's, it's changed for the better. A hundred percent. Thank goodness. hundred yeah. percent. I walked in with the TV cameras and I didn't know that the TV camera guys got to ask the first questions. Nobody told me, they let me stand there and just Jim Leland was staring at me. Like, are you going to ask, a fucking oh, question or not. Wow. And I was like, I, I was 19, literally going to shit my pants. And everybody was waiting there for me to say something. That's so amazing. And then one of the guys finally asked a question. We got a couple questions out. I started breathing again and I left. And a camera person I was with said, I think you're supposed to ask the first question. I said, why didn't anybody tell me? <laughs> and then hey, I went man. back to the station and said, what is the deal? They're like, the TV guys go first because the newspaper guys are there every day. They're gonna yeah, ask and they want, and they the also question. take them aside. They, they don't want the podium shot. They want the side. Correct. And second, they want the second press conference, not the first one. The first one's for TV. Second one's for the print. Right. Uh, I, Dumb I shit. Oh. Can't stand any of it. It's nonsense. All right, guys, we're back tomorrow. Same place, same time, 1 p.m. Eastern time live. The podcast on your audio podcasts youtube for the video props.com as well we'll have the video on the front page you guys can go and watch he is dave i am matt talk to you for a tuesday for bvb